0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Archive Panic. I'm your host, Ben Nevin.
1: Hi, boys. I'm Jacob.
0: Uh, and today we are going to be taking a look at 1998's Blade. Oh. I've been fucking grand. I mean, it's been absolutely boch which means heavy cold, by the way, <coughs> uh, doing my way some... I've been absolutely dying... Cause like my knees fucked right for surgery years ago, so see when it gets as cold as this, I'm like damn near crippled. It's fucking yeah. atrocious.
1: I uh, I shoveled out an entire fucking car park, so that was fun. Um, but I yeah. but you done it for the money. Mmm, sweet dollar dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I watched a few movies though. Oh, All right. What
0: What did you What did you have a chance to check out?
1: Right. Well, huh. <laughs> so people may not know this about me, but. You know, I do like a good old whodunit type shit, you know? Oh, so yeah. So I'll watch like those old, you know, uh, Agatha Christie things. I'll watch the TV Poirot's with David Sushi and all that shit. That show
0: was the shit.
1: And it was good. I like the British ones as well, like Lewis and Touch of Frost and all that. Pride Suspect.
0: Of, honestly, Touch of Frost is probably... Oh, no, because Life on Mars was really good. No, I never watched that. Oh, before. mate, it was so fucking funny. But, but, uh, yeah.
1: So I, I ended up watching, mainly to catch up, because I saw the first one. But the Kenneth Branagh Poirot movies, right? <laughs> yeah. We
0: were talking about this shortly after you'd watched them and you informed me apparently those films are fucking cursed.
1: Ah, these movies are fucking cursed, right? So, I saw the first one that came out, Murder in the Orient Express. It's pretty decent, right? But that movie came out just after, or just around, when, uh, you know, I don't. the trial hadn't started yet, but the whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing, which yeah. we won't get into, but, you know, <laughs> that happened. Um... Film was all right. It was pretty decent for what it was, right? Yeah. The second one, Death in the I actually quite like that one. I actually think it's the better one of all of them. Fair out of all three of them. That might be a bit controversial. I don't know. Um, I just like these. I just like these sort of big. So lights. what happened? So what
0: happened for the second one to make it? Cost? Well, a,
1: a, a few things, right? So, uh, <laughs> so it came. So it originally was supposed to come out in twenty twenty. Didn't uh-huh. happen, obviously. Fucking yeah, for COVID, obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. Got pushed back several times uh fucking army hammers in it and he's got a bunch of allegations about him there's uh you know covid hit it as well so it didn't come out there and then now retroactively uh, i don't even know this guy was in it uh russell brand's in it oh <laughs> and it's a shame because and it's it's kind of oh. a shame that he's a cunt because like he's not playing uh you know very hyperactive fucking uh, you know like co- f- coked up fuck boy in this movie he's actually doing a very grounded um, can
0: I be perfectly? Can I be perfectly honest when it comes to Brand? Uh-huh. I fucking hate him.
1: He's actually really good in this.
0: I fucking, I know it's just. He's not. Something...
1: He's not doing Russell Brand.
0: He's he's never done Russell Brand. He stole yeah, he his has. whole. No, he yeah, stole. We're...
1: He stole his whole
0: fucking act from. Like, an English comic for, like, 1970s or
1: 80s or something like that? Aye, who gives a fuck? But he's not Russell his Brand. not like... He's not Russell Brand, the He's act. a plagiarist. He's a plagiarist. just into, Yeah, but you're getting into the semantics now. I'm talking about just the guy, what we Aye. see on TV. He's not being Russell Brand in this movie. He's just being... Aye. He's being a 1930s English doctor. And he's very good at it. Right? And it's like his ex fiance has just died in it. He's very good at it, and it's a shame that he's a cunt. Because you're watching it just um, going, ah. Oh, because uh, I was fuck. sitting there watching <laughs> it, I was like, oh, fuck. You should have done more serious shit. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. Uh, I like definitely.
0: Instead, you chose to be an absolute fucking reprobate, you uh, piece of shit.
1: And I like Death and I always got fucking. Um, oh, what are they called? Um, oh, fuck. Uh, Didn't Daisy, no, not
0: Daisily Ridley. Uh, she's in the first one. Yeah. Um,
1: fuck. Oh. Aye. Oh, and what's her name? Don French. Aye, French and Saunders are in it. Oh fuck yeah! Both of them. Uh, yeah, they're there. They're, they're fucking great. Fucking uh, one of the one of the women from Black Panthers in it. Um, I can't remember which what, Letitia Wright I think. Um. Okay. And uh, you know I I like I like these big sort of grand fucking 1930s-esque things, you know. Yeah, big period it's, movies. Yeah. It's, the the green screen is fucking atrocious, but Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and then after that, you know, I watched The uh, Haunting in Venice because that's uh, the most recent one came out around about Halloween. It is pretty spooky. It's actually pretty creepy. It's got a good right. atmosphere to it. It's uh, uh I like the visuals and I like the atmosphere, the mystery. I like the setup for the mystery. The, the actual um, everything else not that great mm. <laughs> uh, none of the characters are given enough depth the the whole uh, him solving it just kind of felt like he just pulled it out of his arse so you know it was fine um, and the casting kind of went down a bit in that one because like you have all these I mean in this one you have your you know Kenneth Branagh Tina Fey in it Michelle Yeoh the, Michelle Yeoh is there right but then outside of that, it's kind of like your sort of B-listers. Like uh, I would say, the next most famous person in that is the guy from the fucking Fifty Shades movies. Jamie Dornan. Aye, him. And you know, and the villain from John Wick too. But you know, <laughs> he's in it.
0: <laughs> so that was my what, like w- the like the main guy, like the the guy kills in the hotel. Yeah. All right. Cool.
2: Yeah.
1: So and then. I only watched three movies uh, outside of Blade and then I'm not one for Christmas movies but I've been meaning to watch this one for years I just never had I just haven't yeah, ever gotten around to it fucking Bill Murray and Scrooge. oh fuck yeah it's pretty good
0: it's great it's alright yeah not my favourite version of uh, the Christmas car oh but a damn good one nonetheless
1: yeah it was pretty fun I
0: like, I the, like Bob I George Goldberg. C. Scott I think that version is like yeah,
1: shit's good, yeah.
0: that's that's unbelievable Although, talking just purely personally I think I'm up at Christmas carol fucking takes it
1: I remember seeing a Christmas It's Christ- so goddamn good <laughs> I remember seeing a Christmas carol version I think it was from like the mid 2000s and it had Kelsey Grammer as um Scrooge.
2: Yeah, you're not mistaken.
1: It was like, yeah. it was like a musical one.
0: Uh, there was the, the Jim Carrey one, the CG one that was all like uh, motion yeah,
1: captured. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I went to the pictures to see that. It was pretty good. Done en- by Enjoyed it. Uh, a little bit uncanny valley at points, but you know, yeah. apart from that. Yeah, done by Robert fine.
1: Zemeckis during his fucking motion capture phase, which yeah. is going back to. But, oh, uh, no. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, no, no I like Scrooge. I didn't know that my favourite uh, mum-jean-wearing, gun-toting... Uh, babe from the 80s was in it Karen Allen she oh, appeared maybe. in it I was surprised uh, she doesn't wear mum jeans or carry a gun but I was still you happy are raging. See, and I was still happy to see her you know? so <laughs> I liked it yeah. I,
0: oh god I don't want to admit to what I've been watching now because you've watched like a bunch of really great like
1: what you've just been you watching porn movie you know? <laughs> no <laughs> what have you been watching
0: <laughs> I watched uh, backdoor Batman. babes <laughs> name. <Nine. laughs>
1: Debbie does
0: Dallas. I watched <laughs> Debbie does Dallas. That's what I. What I no, I watched uh, Batman and Superman: Battle of the Super Sons.
1: Well, the the cartoon movie.
0: Uh, yeah, the animated film. Really fucking good.
1: Right, like, I'm gonna say this right really now. Really
0: fucking good. I'm gonna say this right now. Oh no, wait! Hold on. Can I say something about the? It comes with two episodes of the of the original Batman the animated series. Oh, shit. It's the it's the Rachel Girl episodes that they done. And holy fuck, they're so good, and it was oh, uh, it was just so good to see. Who voiced
1: Rachel Gould in Those motherfucker. I, I,
0: once upon a time, I could have rolled that off the, off the tip of my tongue, but I it's not could the guy not from the
1: Arkham Games, is it? It might be. It might very well be. Hold on, but I'm just going to say this right now, right? Those DC animated movies. Eventually, we will get around to doing the DC movies proper, but. I'm just going to put this out here right now. I want to do the DC animated movies at some point because uh, there's a lot of them and I'm interested in them. It <laughs> makes it sound like I'm not interested in everything we do. I am. But the DC... Holy shit, he was voiced by David Warner. Oh, fuck. Alumnus to the show. <laughs> he was in uh, in The Mouth of Madness and... Uh, yeah. Uh, was he in other stuff that we've done? Body bags.
0: Yeah. He's, be- he's also been voiced by Lance Reddick at one point.
2: <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah,
0: all right. Uh, fucking <laughs> uh, Giancarlo Esposito voiced him in *Son of Batman*. Uh, yeah, holy fuck, that's really cool. Hold on a second, who voiced right, who voiced him in *Arkham City* though? Was it Matthew Mercer? Nope. You're on the right track though. And the the cunts in *Fred Tattascore No, I don't know. I think *Star Wars*.
1: <laughs> Mark Hamill. I don't know. No,
0: uh, D. Bradley Baker.
1: Who the fuck is Dee Bradley Big?
0: He voices uh, all of the clones in Star Wars. He voices Perry the Platypus and Phineas and Ferb. Oh, isn't he uh, the he, fish in American Dad? He's the he's the fish in American Dad. He Klaus. is uh, Hammond in Overwatch One and Two, uh, not the robot, the actual fucking hamster. Uh, he he does like countless countless voices, and uh, I mentioned did I mention like he was all the clones in Star Wars? Yeah, like, yeah. I and he also does the voice of each member of the Bad Batch and uh, the Bad Batch animated series as well. Well, well,
1: well, well, well cool he's fucking good but uh, DC animated movies at some point down the line in years to come we will get to those
2: <laughs> oh fuck yeah yeah honestly there's a like, shit
1: ton of them I think where
0: where Marvel where Marvel succeeds in uh, in their like uh, live action films at least overall I would say they succeed they've got a lot more good than shit for the most part right or a lot more watchable than shit <laughs> DC's animated stuff man holy fuck I mean like Mask of the Phantasm*. awesome you've got uh, what is it Sub-Zero I believe the, the Mr. Freeze yeah, uh, movie yeah, based yeah. on yeah. the animated seeds. Under the Red Hood uh, Death in the Phant Emily the, as much as I don't like, like uh, the animated version of of the Killing Joke and the changes that were made when they actually get to the Killing Joke part, it's fucking great. And the doom that came to Gotham. The doom that came to Gotham's fantastic. Gotham by Gaslight at Gotham Nights as well It's a they lovely like to anthology ex- movie. The
1: experiment. The experiment. Marvel. Superman on un- Superman Unbound
0: was really mm-hmm. fucking good. That's a great uh, kind of brainiac movie, which is really good, which has uh, Kara Zor El, well, Supergirl, in it, which you don't get to see a lot. mm mm-hmm.
2: Mhm
1: and uh, the underrated classic Teen Titans Go to the Teen movies t- <laughs> Teen Titans Go to the movies is a fucking banger do uh, not
0: dare slander that fucking movie that is a fantastic movie uh, they, finally, straight up,
1: they straight up murdered Batman's parents in that movie it's great <laughs> well we finally get Nick Cage as Superman did you see the news about Nick Cage by the way what about him He's retiring from movies after about four or five movies. Fair play to him. He's gonna. Although he, everybody says, "Oh, he's retiring from acting," he's not. He's he's gonna. He says he wants to do a lot of TV now. Oh yeah, fair. I'm like fair enough. You know, shorter shorter shoots and all that shit. So yeah. oh, Fuck it. You yeah, know, go on you. Short, Nick Cage. Yeah,
0: shorter shoots over a kind of and potentially like more stable work because if you get like a syndicated show, you're a fucking you know quids mm-hmm,
1: in. Mm-hmm. Uh, some point down the line. I would really like to do a Nick Cage series.
0: <laughs> Again, like, would just end up, like, fucking uh, Abed for Community. Just I know. fucking freaking out. I know, and I welcome that. <laughs> you welcome that level of insanity. Of, I've been there, uh, there before. Daniel Puddy, is that his name? Danny Puddy, yeah. Danny Puddy, yeah. He's great. I've been there. Have I've, been, I've been in that mindset. Did you watch, before? Did you watch his interview with uh, with Larry King? It's fucking great. No. I'm surprised you've not seen it because that done the rounds for like a long ass time, and like uh, Twitter, Reddit, and all that kind of stuff.
1: I mean, I go on Reddit and stuff, but I tend to stay away from.
0: Uh, you tend to stay more on the kind of like the metal scene when you're going. Not on even like there metal anymore. and wrestling.
1: Uh, yeah, wrestling a lot and just kind of shit posting, to be honest. <laughs> So you know, you've
0: you've even moved your shit posting to the Discord server now at times as well, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) Love to see that. (laughs) Nothing, which by the racist, (laughs) no, nothing, nothing horrible. Just you know, generic shit posting. It's great. (laughs) But uh, before we get into the movie proper, I did mention the Discord. There, we do have an Instagram account, archive underscore panic. So be sure to go ahead and follow us. Is there for sneak peeks at the films that we are going to be covering throughout the week. Uh, we are going to be posting little Instagram stories as well to let you know what we've been watching, and uh, film, mostly films that we won't get the time to cover on this show anytime soon. So if we do watch like big like movies like uh, yourself, Jacob, with the uh, Agatha Christie sorry, with the Huaro trilogy, as it's known, and myself with Batman Superman, then we'll post wee stories here and there to let you know what we thought of it and how uh, whether we wait. recommend it or not.
1: Just you wait until I start shit posting on Instagram. I you?
0: swear to fuck, it's <laughs> you. This entire fucking show is one big shitpost, man. I swear to you, fuck. Oh,
1: well. Oh, so, well.
0: shall we get into it with the vitals, as we call them? Fuck, yeah. Uh, you peeked the fuck out of that mic <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So, go on yourself, big I man. I
1: don't know how I'd never seen this movie before, but yeah. Yeah, how the fuck have you went this long without seeing it?
0: I don't know. Just... This shit is 100% up your alley. I know, I know. I'm I even, feel like you're the reason I watched this film when we weren't sent to school. I, even, I feel like, like you recommended it to me as well. I don't think I would have. You, must, yeah, you must have not because you've never seen it. But like, for I mean, some reason, this like this is just this is such a Jacob movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm even wearing like a, I mean Niner's nails aren't in this, but I'm even wearing a Niner's nails T-shirt. I know. We're this this is some fucking. Boz Deep in '90s industrial. Oh, I would call this more techno for a while. Well, opinion. I well
0: for this film, I bet yeah. it
1: it can, it rides the line at times. It rides anyway, the line. Yes, Blade, 1998, yes. right? Directed by Stephen Norrington. This guy, he's only done a handful of movies,
0: but he has uh, most. But he has done a, a quite a few movies in terms of special effects as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, direct, directing-wise, right? Directing-wise,
0: he's not done Before much.
1: this, he's only done four movies. One of them I've never heard anybody speak about, so I'm not going to either. But uh, he did one, the movie he did before this was called Death Machine. It's kind of like a cult film now. It's like a I've evil, heard of that evil killer robot movie. Brad Dourif's in it. Yeah, and then I like Brad Dourif. And then he did a movie after this which made him quit directing because he had a horrible time with Was him. it League? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. LXG. Um,
0: although, oh, holy fuck, man. That, that fucking movie.
1: <laughs> although um, he did state in 2008, right? In 2008, he came out of retirement, kind of. Uh, he's, pals with, he's pals with Stephen Dorff, who's the um, Deacon Frost. Who plays Frost Deacon Frost, yes. Uh, and uh, he said that he was uh, going to He was good and to try... act. He was, yeah. He was in season three of that. Yeah. But he says he was going to try and do, create a trilogy um, based around... Like a Blade prequel series based around Deacon Frost. Obviously, that didn't happen. Blade is now reverted back to Marvel. There's going to be a new one with what's uh, his name, Ali. Um, close enough, yeah. Is that how you pronounce his name?
0: I have no idea.
1: I've heard it pronounced as Mahershala as well.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard quite a few. I don't know. I've but, heard different pronunciations from the man himself. Like, but anyway, so, um, yeah.
1: but yeah, so obviously that trilogy never came to be, and Stephen Dorff has even said that, um, you know, Stephen Norrington. Has uh, he's apparently spent like the last 20 years making some crazy stop-motion movie, stop-motion claymation movie in his garage that <laughs> was apparently going to see The Light of Day at some point. I don't know about that, but whatever. If it uh, ever sees
0: The Light of Day, we'll watch it. Like. But yeah, as
1: I said, Stephen Dorst in this movie, fun fact, uh, in True Detective, uh, his partner, his detective partner in that show is Marshala Ali, so... Yeah. Deacon so Frost your... and Blade team up, bro. <laughs> there's your Blade connection now. Yeah, written by David S. Goyer. Who
0: has done? A f- oh no! <laughs> you say that he's done. No, he's done a lot of great movies, but then he royally shat the bed with Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah, he wrote that, didn't he?
0: He wrote the. He wrote Suicide Squad. He also had a hand in writing Man of Steel, though I don't know if he was the main writer
1: in that. So yeah, so he's written. He wrote the entirety of the Blade trilogy. He directed the third one, which we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh no! He did write the Dark Knight trilogy. Fuck off! Yes. He's had a mixed bag. He wrote the Dark Knight trilogy. How can you? How can
0: you write the Dark Knight trilogy, which is like un, which is like he had arguably help. a fucking
1: masterpiece. He had help, Chris and then the, write Blade Trinity. He had help. Chris Nolan's brother also wrote some of that. I can't remember his name. Something Nolan. Old. Nolan. Probably. No one of <laughs> Christopher Nolan's brothers a hitman. Anyway, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. I don't want to get shot. But uh, but yeah, Dark Knight trilogy. He also wrote Man of Steel.
0: Obviously, I, this is a this is a pod. This is a audio. Uh, format, so you can't see the red sniper dot that has just peered in Jacob's chest as soon as they started talking about that.
1: (laughs) Mm. But yeah, the Dark Knight trilogy, he wrote Man of Steel, like you said. He also wrote Batman v Superman. And also on the shit tier level, he wrote Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh no. Uh, But yeah, this is based on the Blade character created by Marv Wolfman and Gene Colan. I have never read any Blade comics. I Uh, do know that they-
0: did. Do you know much about the character going into this outside of the Because co- he has appeared in a few of Marvel's animated shows, as well as some like Spider-Man video games. Here, and yeah, there I was as gonna, well.
1: yeah, I was gonna mention this. Um, yeah, I knew of the character. I knew, you know, I knew that Deacon Frost isn't like a twenty-something-year-old fuckboy boy in the in the comics. He's actually, Well no, like he's a, a fucking
0: big green demon, motherfucker. Like, he's no, just, he's just a, he's just an old guy. But he also has like, right. Depending on the comic you read, he is like an old guy, but he's also like transforms into this massive fuck off bat thing, mm. which is like weird demon looking kind of thing, which is what I was kind of hoping for when I first saw this movie. I was... Oh, I'll get to that. I was I was really get hoping to that. for that t- towards the end, but again, we'll get to that section um. and how that all fucking panned out. But uh, yeah, no, I was... Not, I wouldn't say as familiar. I'm nowhere near as familiar with Blade of Ham with other characters in the Marvel canon. I do, re- I love the concept though. Like, I think you can have a lot of fun with this character, and that's obviously it's evident in this film and the sequel as well. Three, not so much, but we'll get to that later on down the line. I mean,
1: I've seen him in like, yeah, yeah he appears in the Amazing Spider Man cartoon and all that, but, but yes. the biggest <laughs> exposure I ever got to him. Was in a Lego Marvel Superheroes two where he's palling around with the Hellcow.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah. So for, uh, for me, it was uh, it was that, but also uh, the most recent that kind of Marvel card game that came out recently. Uh, Midnight Suns. Yeah, Midnight Suns. Uh, he features quite heavily, and uh, supposed to be good. Some DLC for that. Uh, gameplay wise, it's alright. But the I think the cutscenes and the interactions between the characters are where it really shines. Like, if you're a Marvel fan, mm-hmm. then you're going to have a lot to, to go for, gameplay-wise. I don't know, man. It just didn't really click with me.
1: But yeah, budget. What do you think the budget was in this?
0: Oh, they didn't fan a about it. But yeah, this, this had a decent release. I mean, it was New Line that was heading it up, and they weren't exactly fucking strapped for cash Uh, at this point, considering 1998, this was like... I mean, when did New Nightmare come out? 90, 94. 94? Uh-huh. So, like, yeah, they've again, they weren't exactly for pre-Lord strapped, of the Rings, though. They weren't exactly
1: strapped for cash. Pre-Lord of the Rings, though.
0: Yeah, pre-Lord of the Rings, but New Nightmare and, like, the Nightmare franchise in general made them a fuck ton of money.
1: You say that, you have to be surprised. Though.
0: Oh, no, not just the... F- I'm not talking about the film's actual, like, that. I'm talking about, like, mm. merchandise and licensing yeah, out yeah, the yeah. characters. Like, they made a fuck ton of right, money so off what of what do you think movies. the budget was? Uh, I'd say... About between 10 and 20 million.
1: 45 Fuck Right (laughs) There was a lot of reshoots in this So that probably
0: Oh that's what's (laughs) kind of jacked the price up a bit Uh,
1: Box office
0: Let's see Cost 45 to make I know for a fact that it didn't bomb Mm Mhm. So I'm saying Let's say it's doubled its money Let's say 90
1: 131.2 Alright then Big Big Big, big boy numbers. <laughs> big, 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 big fucking remix. The big boy uh, penis. Big boy penis. <laughs> nah, nobody's going Do we need, to explain, gonna... do we need yeah. to explain that joke? Uh, play Mafia 2. Burst that big, burst that big, Yeah, just play Mafia 2. That that, that that 15-year-old yeah, game or something. Yeah, or that there's,
0: like. a, there's a character in there with like that pronounces all, like, like kind of spits and, like, kind of really explodes all of his bees. But, and uh, he does like a box and he was like bust that which eventually we took to be like okay this is the funniest fucking shit on the planet and it's <laughs> just yeah, I mean, yeah that so, devolved very quickly yeah
1: this 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 movie made a you know a, a fuck ton well, I wouldn't say a fuck ton it made a lot of money right uh, a lot of people credit X. I wouldn't
0: call it a fuck ton I would say it's a shit ton
1: yeah. A lot of people credit X-Men as like the beginning of like the superhero boom. Um, Fuck no, Blade. No, Blade was the seed, <laughs> you know, that was... Blade that... was the seed from which X-Men and Spider-Man grew. Yeah, this was the movie that made other film studios that bought some Marvel properties to be like, hmm, we have some of this. Yeah. We could do something with this.
0: Because, uh, I mean, as it's well documented by this point, but at the time that yeah, this film was, was released, shit. Marvel was, like, throughout the 90s, Marvel was struggling. I mean, sure, they had... Had uh, some hits with uh, syndicated animated shows like uh, the Amazing man and and uh, the X Men show. They also had an Iron Man show, which done fairly well, yeah, but not it, quite as well you, as the other you two. You can
1: go down the list of how many characters had that shows that I, basically all of them had them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Silver Surfer I and had one. Oh
0: yeah, the Silver <laughs> Surfer one was good. I Fantastic. War, was there was a Hulk great. one. Yeah, and they all done fairly well. They all kind of, I remember I, for some reason I specifically remember them airing on Fox Kids. Yeah, and it was fucking great. But outside of that marvel like their comic sales were through the fucking floor marvel was hemorrhaging money so eventually just to stay afloat they they started selling off movie rights to characters left right and chip shop which is how we got things which is how we got the situation that we had uh when mcu first started out where they're like okay we have all these popular characters Oh fuck no, we don't. Uh... Yeah, that's why. <laughs> he... Fuck it, Guardians
1: of the Galaxy. That's why Marvel uh... <laughs> still have to like partner with Sony and Columbia for Spider Man movies. Movie.
0: Yeah. But anyway, IMDb. It's what is the reason why Hulk hasn't had a solo movie?
1: He yeah, has incredible. Nope. Hulk.
0: Since Incredible Hulk, yeah, Incredible Hulk was partnered with Universal, yeah, and then for the same reason that Spider Man like was. X
1: Men were Fox and all that shit. But anyway, IMDb. Yeah. What do you out of ten? Blade.
0: Well, oh, a solid, like, 8 or, like, 8.5 or something.
1: 7.1. Which is still quite good.
0: I don't give a fuck. Fuckies. That's still better than good. that. The Rotten Tomatoes one surprised me. Mm, Rotten okay.
2: Rotten
1: Tomatoes,
0: critic score, percentage of Oh, critic score. I think the critics maybe shot up on this movie a little bit. I'm thinking... Let's say just above 50. Let's say maybe 55, 60. 58. Okay, not bad. Audience score. Audience score. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... That's going to be right back up to fucking like 70, 80.
1: 78. 78, yeah. yeah. And, you know, <laughs> for a 90s action movie and stuff, yeah. That's for, that's fairly <laughs>
0: common for like, for action. Unless like, your name is The Matrix. <laughs> yeah, that that's common for like genre movies in general. Like unless you are like a dramatic period piece. Then chances are the critic scores and audience scores are always going to be vastly different mm. uh, for films like this. We've seen it with the likes of The Punisher. We've seen it with the likes of uh, In the Mouth of Madness, and just throughout yeah. this show's history, the critics don't tend to really go for. It. At least they didn't at the time. Nowadays, with uh, big genre films like Logan doing insanely well and really kind of breaking that barrier of being good drama as well as good action and good kind of uh, comic booky. Stuff uh, we're hmm. seeing a lot less of that stigma coming through from the critics, but uh, especially back in the time period we're dealing with, this sort of mid to late nineties, yeah, action was poison to critics, yeah. as was horror.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I liked this movie. I was very surprised that I liked this movie. <laughs> um, I've watched it twice now. <laughs> so
0: I couldn't tell you how many times I've watched this movie. I've watched it twice for this show. But uh, in terms of like throughout my fucking life, man, like my god, I love this movie. It was a favorite of mine when I was a when I was a teenager.
1: Mm, yeah. Well, let's get into this shit. Fuck yeah. Blade. The fuck was that? Blade. Uh,
0: so the film begins in 1967. Uh, we see a pregnant woman is being rushed into the emergency room, bleeding profusely from her neck. One of the nurses says it looks like she was bitten by like some kind of animal or something. The nurses perform an emergency C-section to try and save the baby. This
1: baby looks like shit, by the way. Oh, well. yeah. It looks like a giant doll. It does, yeah. <laughs> it, just it, it, fucking, like... it fucking might be. Like, <laughs> it might genuinely just
0: be out of Toys R Us. But it looks,
1: <laughs> but it looks huge. Uh, yeah. But this is something I want to know, right? And, Go on. Well, we might touch on this a bit later, right? But Blade keeps on having flashbacks to the moment of his birth. Yes. And it's like, how the fuck? <laughs> are there you are, remembering this? There are people who remember And I shit. don't believe any of them. So, <laughs>
0: I don't know. I think that, right, okay, here's... This is kind of getting into vampire lore a little bit, like, outside of the comics, right? One sort of less unknown vampire power or, that occurs is that they have insanely uh, good memories. But... Mm. Uh, just by virtue of being able to live as long as they do, their brain kind of has to be able to hold all of that information. So part of the mutation in a lot of forms of vampire lore is that they are incredibly intelligent and can withhold information, a lot of it. Sometimes it's explained away as, I've lived for a hundred years. So, I've lived for, sorry, I've lived for uh, fucking 400 years, so fuck it, I'm gonna spend a couple of decades getting shit hot at the violin. Or I'm just gonna, you know, like, so on and so forth, right? But other times it's not explained as that way, and it is an actual like power of vampires. Hmm. Whether that's what this film is going for or not, I don't fucking know. But that is a possible explanation as to why Blade is, can so vividly remember <laughs> uh, these events.
1: That's my, my
0: And although, this is a question that kind of. I'm, you, know, you know what, I'll bring this up a little later on when it's actually brought up. In the, but I have a question that's raised by Bladesbirth in this movie, but we'll get into that later. So the woman conveniently drops her wallet to the ground and we see her ID. And her ah yes, is.
1: just like the 9-11 terrorists. <laughs>
0: Fucking what?
1: <laughs> I was watching a 9-11 documentary the other day. Apparently they're, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I'm yeah, i not a 9-11 trooper or anything. But um, their passports were apparently found on the ground at the World Trade Center. And they weren't burnt the or anything. How fuck? <laughs> oh, no, it's possible. It's possible. Oh, really? Because if you look at the footage of nine eleven, there's paper flying all over the place. Oh, and they're not burnt to fuck, you know? Yeah, I suppose, no. yeah.
0: Like, the force of the initial explosion would send out a shockwave. So, like, yeah. shit would go before it's burnt. Yeah, that no, makes sense. But, uh, yeah, we see that her name is Vanessa Brooke.
1: Did you uh, notice who played Vanessa Brooke?
0: Uh, I, I did, but I didn't note it down.
1: So she, I can't remember her name right now, but she's in, uh, she's the main character in Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. And she's voices Catwoman in Harley Quinn. Also, she's... she is
0: fucking great in uh, Alien vs. Predator, by the way. She's really good in that.
1: Right, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's a shite no, movie. No, no, it's
0: a crap movie, right? Yeah. But specifically the points where, like, she's communicating, like, non-verbally with the Predator and they come to that, like, understanding of, like... Fuck the alien. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna kill that shit, and they both start hunting together. That shit works really well.
1: Yeah. Well, she voices Catwoman in the Harley Quinn show, and uh, she's. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, she's. Um, if you ever watched Succession, she's in season three of that. Yes, she is. Yep. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. So there you go. All
0: right, so we then see her reaching out to the doctors, trying to hold her baby uh, as it is carried away from her. In the background, we can hear uh, what I believe is an EKG machine, like the. Boop,
2: boop, My baby. Boop.
0: Uh, slowly beginning to flatline. My child. We then get our credits, which for this movie is red text on a black background, which eventually fades into a time-lapse footage of Los Angeles.
1: Mmm. (laughs) L.
0: A. Cut to present day. We see a young man driving through the streets of LA with his red-headed paramour. So I
1: know both of these people. So Yes, go ahead and drop some knowledge, my friend. So the guy, again, can't remember his name and I don't really want to look it up, but he is uh, hes mostly in a bunch of TV shit. He is, uh, you'd probably recognise him if you're like me, a degenerate from Sons of Anarchy. He's, uh, Fuck yeah! <laughs> he's in that. He's the guy that. Um,
0: Mate, how fucking good was the soundtrack to Sons of Anarchy?
1: The oh, white buffalo and all that shit that was good. Fuck yeah! But uh, he's in that. He gets blown up by a landmine. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I found that funny. There's a there's a whole plot <laughs> point in that once in one season where him and uh, what's his name Tig, yeah, uh, yeah. they they don't like each other, and you think and they're just dropping hints as to why, and you think it's because like oh this guy the guy in the car and blade. Cause Tig's girlfriend to die. No, actually, he just accidentally hit Tig's dog with his bike or some shit and killed it. So, Ooh.
0: yeah, but, um, I mean, that's reasonable. I would yeah. hate someone if they'd done that shit.
1: Now he's in a bunch of these sort of American cop shows. I'm pretty sure he's in SWAT. Yeah, things. I don't know they, all these cop shows run into one. My dad watches them all the time, so he watches fucking SWAT, Nine one one Texas, and all these uh, other fucking. The shows. rookie
0: with the. Uh, oh
1: yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the rookie, fucking uh, NCIS, Law and Order. Uh, Law and Order is pretty good though. Law and Order's great. Law and Order is fucking fantastic. Do you remember uh,
0: the British version that was out for a couple of seasons? That Law was alright. Law and Order
1: UK. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, Chicago PD. Um, uh, was FBI. It? Oh, okay. FBI is actually. FBI? Uh, FBI fuck? is created by the same guy who did Law and Order so you know it's good oh, right, okay. <laughs> Dick Wolf motherfucker Dick Wolf is a god
0: <laughs> also has a phenomenal name uh, it's a fantastic name what's a better Dick name Dick Wolf though? that is a proper wrestler's name what's a better it? Can name you, imagine, you can imagine that just like uh, can you imagine that coming down just Dick Wolf Dick Wolf boom.
1: what's a better name though? so there's Dick Wolf but then there's the stuntman Dick Warlock
0: I have to I have to give it to Dick Wolf but <laughs> yeah. as a performer, I prefer Dick Warlock. I think mm-hmm. he's really fucking cool. Right, cool, D- isn't he in Halloween three?
1: Yeah, and he's uh, the kill- and he's Michael Myers in the second one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yes. So uh, yeah, so he is uh, that guy. I can't remember his name, but you you recognise him. He's one of these TV guys. Yes. But the girl he's with, the girl he's with, done part of the soundtrack for this fucking movie. She's also a porn star. Well, was and so. So uh, Tracy Lords, right? So she's infamous. So uh, when she was 16, she decided to get into porn without telling any producers how old she was. And then, uh, basically, let's put it this way: only one of her movies is is legally available to watch
0: <laughs> because, because it came out because of that. Yeah,
1: because it came out two days after she turned 18. Jesus, or she filmed fuck. it, or she filmed it two days after after she turned 18. That is rank. So she didn't tell anybody about that. And then somebody tipped off the police. that's like, you know, she's not 18. Yeah. So apparently it went <laughs> a bunch of, uh, a spate of porno stores and porno theatres just trying to get rid just of like everything. Burning them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she went into mainstream acting. She did an album in the 90s, which is actually fairly decent. Um, if you like the music that's playing in this, you'll probably like the music in that. She actually did, it. one of the songs in it is actually in the Mortal Kombat Annihilation soundtrack. Uh, Control, it's called.
0: Okay. Funny you mention Mortal Kombat
1: Annihilation. That film does
0: p- appear in this movie. Mm, yeah. At one point. But yeah, anyway. So, oh, she then That's guide- Tracy
1: Lords. So, Tracy...
0: Yes. So, she then guides him to a slaughterhouse. The pair make their way to the back of the slaughterhouse where a massive fuck-off rave is taking place. Did you
1: notice, though, uh, when they're walking through the slaughterhouse, right, um, there's a guy pushing, like, a, a rack of meat. They're actually... But if you yeah. look at them closely enough, they're actually... It's people.
0: Yeah, yeah. People meet. That that shit was cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that until my second watch through, but it was really cool.
1: I almost worked in a slaughterhouse once.
2: Yeah,
0: it's a great time. Yeah, dying trade though. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> so we then see this massive rave, complete with some frankly unbearable strobe lights, like this. But fu- like,
1: you never been to a rave like this, no?
0: And, and I can't say I have. No, hmm. I just strobe lights fuck me up. I I can't. They just, yeah. I just end up with a heavy migraine. I will say
1: this, right? I don't like the idea of raves, but I like them.
0: You like being there. Aye,
1: yeah. I don't remember a lot of them, but...
0: So it's at this point that the film's soundtrack kicks into full-blown 90s mode. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Uh, The redhead abandons her quarry and makes her way through the crowd, and the young man is then and pushed through the crowd eventually being pushed away from her by another woman
1: yeah she's uh, she's the main hench woman Mercury her name is yeah she coincidentally right tying back to the previous episode um, she is a main character I don't know if she's a villain because I haven't seen it because why the fuck would I she is in one of the sequels to John Carpenter's Vampires oh wow yeah, she's on the front cover. Okay, then. And <laughs> she's a vampire in that, too. Fantastic. I refuse to
0: talk about vampires any longer. Bon, jo- fuck that movie. bon Jovi's
1: in that movie. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vampires,
0: <laughs> Dellas Mertos. Mm. Moving on. Uh, so disoriented and confused. The young man feels something drop onto his hand. He looks down to see a single drop of blood.
1: And the fucking DJ is just he like, he looks fucking up, Put his hands up in the air, blood rave yeah. in the background. He yeah. looks not bloodbath
0: bloodbath He whatever. looks up just as the sprinklers go off and spray the entire crowd with the good old red stuff. Now, I'll be honest, right? This is a fucking badass scene, but for the full time, I couldn't unsee the robot chicken parody that they done, <laughs> where it's fucking Sesame Street, <laughs> and oh my days, man! Like this, like don't, like I love this scene. I love this movie, but by, I could not stop laughing throughout this entire fucking scene just because of that sketch
1: did you notice as <laughs> you just, well s is for sever <laughs> did you notice as well when there's like a big uh, wide shot of the crowd there's a um, there's a vampire holding up so you know at rave is people drink bottles of water all the time yeah, yeah there's yeah. a vampire holding up a bottle it's just a bottle of blood
0: that's hilarious <laughs> so he panics as one of the dancers asks him what's wrong baby before hissing there. at him and baring her fangs at the poor wee bastard he tries to escape from the crowd realising he's in great danger he gets punched down and keeps trying to escape eventually finding them face to face or more accurately face to boot with our film's hero this
1: guy though right um, I mean did you did you notice that his style of acting like happy and horny and possibly high is just to walk around like kind of do a bit with swag and just be like ha ha wah
2: ha I mean
0: I've I mean <laughs> I don't want to say it's accurate but I swear to fuck I've seen that cunt at the garage like that's just <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's cheesy when you watch it on film, but then you actually go in and out and you see like twelve of that cunt. You're just like, oh yeah, fair enough. Oh,
1: <laughs> I, I used to see so many of them at the cheaters, man. Oh fuck, fucking, man. Did you ever
0: That's go grim. there? Did you it, ever go there? It's
1: a bit grim, though. What cheaters? The is fucking class.
0: Oh no, it's good, but some of the clientele are fucking grim. Got like fucking some g- of the cunts that go up there. Like you get a lot of fucking like. Jack the Lads coming up and it's just unbearable to you it's
1: great I got spiked there but you know (laughs) I had a good time (laughs)
2: because
1: I knew what it was (laughs) what was it? it was 2cb and I've done 2cb enough to realise that's what I got spiked with (laughs) so I knew what was going to (laughs) happen
0: wait a fucking minute so I'm gonna put this in uh, Dungeons and Dragons terms, alright. Uh-huh. So you got poisoned, but rather than rolling <laughs> like a save, you rather than rolling Constitution to try and you, you roll Intelligence, realize what it is, and are
1: like, "Oh fuck yeah!" and just start dancing. <laughs> oh no, I blacked out halfway through. But then, when I, <laughs> <laughs> but when I came back round, I was uh, I wasn't anywhere like dodging anything. I was just in like the back corridor, and then like uh, I came back into the The club bit, and um, I was with uh, a friend of the show and something else and uh, he was like oh you disappeared there for a minute are you right there pal and I was like oh yeah I just need some iron brew I think I've just been fucked you know spiked you know I th- sorry those those are two different um, those are two been, different stories I think I've just been spiked you know <laughs> okay, right. like, and he was like alright and then like like two days later I met up with him and he was like I don't think I've ever met anybody that's like combated a fucking like you know drug attack with iron brew mate. Like, <laughs> but it seemed to have worked
0: <laughs> oh flower of Scotland <sighs> <laughs> when will we see lighters in the air, folks mm. <laughs> you like you take the high road <laughs> no that's the end of the night uh, uh,
1: but no uh, uh, La Chia's <laughs> is great but you know I wish the club I wish it was in a fucking you know uh, slaughterhouse but it wasn't but you know
0: yeah yeah Blade just fucking <laughs> it fucking looks like one in the morning after a night out in there mm. but uh, anyway uh, as you said he's Comes there, the other crowd didn't react to the presence of this hero. We Is hear it, them going yeah, like, really bad ADR voices. Yeah, Is
1: it really him? It's, it's well, it's Blade. It's the Daywalker.
0: Yeah, it's 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 bad ADR, but it's great ADR. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's it's the glory of yeah, a shit Because when you like, hear the
1: because vo- when you hear the voice, you know the camera's facing these vampires. None of their lips are moving. No, not a single <laughs> fucking one. <laughs>
0: we then cue one of the most iconic action scenes of the late 90s uh, this full scene is fucking fantastic the soundtrack uh, the effect used to show each vampire dying as they like burst into I mean, ash I mean uh, the variety of weapons used throughout the scene
1: the CG is kind of shite but you know shite by today's standards it was shite then, then as well to remember no it was shite K8, then as well it was okay then no they there's a whole section of this movie that was cut out because they could not get the CG oh for real yeah the whole ending of this had to be changed
0: <laughs> wait a fucking minute Is the ending that I wanted oh motherfucker right.
1: it's available on the DVD if you want to see it that badly it's, it's terrible <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah but yeah the CG
0: is it works for the film Like, it's bad, but in a kind of cheesy way at times.
1: It's kind of like the Buffy TV show.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of similar. It's like, yeah, the effects aren't that great, but it kind of feeds into the whole kind of vibe of the movie in a weird way. Mm, mm -hmm. Sometimes more than others, I'll admit. Like, there's points where the CG is fucking atrocious, and it it just grinds the film to a halt, uh, particularly in the finale, but we'll get to that later. But, yeah, we see need this massive fight scene takeout. Blade's pistol straight up looks like the 10mm pistol from Fallout 3.
1: Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs>
0: do you know what it actually is? No. Uh, it's a modified Mach 10. Yeah.
1: yeah. okay. Fucking Quinn as well.
0: Quinn's great. Quinn's great. Uh, there is a section in this fight scene that I need to point out, though. <laughs> He's taking people out left, right and centre with like, switching between like all the different guns. He has like a shotgun that fires stakes at people, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, he has like, like obviously the pistol or the story the modified Mac 10 uh, he then has a sword which is iconic he then goes into this room which is like i think it's like a kind of like sluice room where they used to like just drain mm-hmm. like the blood out of all the meat and all that kind of stuff right and yeah, it's that's picking... what it is,
2: yeah. what <laughs> that's
1: what it is yeah
2: is that exactly what it is
0: <laughs> yeah. oh fuck yeah uh, <laughs> i'm quite proud of myself for guessing that but uh, anyway he gets into this room, he then draws what the internet tells has told me as specifically a throwing glaive. He then straight up smiles at the fucking camera.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does the Captain America. Like pulls, so. the,
0: no, pulls the blade, takes everybody out, and then he's like, hell yeah, and then moves on. He then later, towards the end of the fight, manages to take on Quinn, right?
1: who we should point out, is played by uh, Donald Logue, who yes. I fucking love. Oh, yeah, he's fantastic. He's, he he's in everything. He's in Gotham. as yeah, he's, uh, he's Harvey Bullock. D- Harvey in Bullock. He's in, uh, he's in Law and Order. He's like yeah, he's like the chief in Law and Order. He's fucking... He's in everything. I wish he was in more movies, though, because he's fucking great. Oh, yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Introduced in the, he's introduced in this movie, and his dick sucked, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I always wondered how that would work with vampires, because, uh, I don't know, they're dead, so technically so. just dust so it's like how are they getting hard but just I don't really want to think about Well, Donald. this
0: well this film well, this film's version of vampires they do have blood they
1: just got like leukemia or some shit yeah. <laughs> basically yeah uh, they, they just they can't process hemoglobin that's yeah. the, the reason but that basically, they some blood in this you know, movie you know, I was I was, I, thinking, anyway. I was like how is this vampire getting his dick hard but then you know I I, I kind of came to the that I don't really want to imagine Donald Logan with a hard-on so <laughs> I decided not to.
2: <laughs> but, oh, hey, so is how you know it's a nineties.
0: The fight comes to a conclusion, right? He manages to pin uh, one of the vampires to the wall with a stake through yeah, each. Quinn. Uh, we find out later that it's Quinn uh, with a stake through each shoulder. He then once again he doesn't look at the camera this time, but he does the little like kind of fist pump like that. Yes, kinda
1: of <laughs> Yeah, okay, it's been a gift to fuck. on the-
0: Oh, it's it's a great gift. It's what's a phenomenal a, reaction gift.
1: What's a what's a better uh, superhero reaction? GIF, this then. or Captain America. Uh, there's also the Batman Forever one with Val Kilmer and the.
0: Yeah, I th- honestly, I think the they all have different uses, right? Like, I like mean, America. The Captain America one is just like Mr. President. Thanks. Yeah, oh, the Captain America one is just like our pal's done you a favor, right? Like when, like when you come in to help paint my flat when I first moved in, yes. I would send you that. The second, the Blade one is like someone's come is like someone surprised you with something, right? Like, say for example, if I was to show up to one of these recording sessions with like fucking uh like food. So or the, something. Would, then you'd be then that gift would no, be I used. Would, I
1: would put the blade one down as I'm about to get laid. Uh, and then okay, the Val Kilmer Batman the, one the, is the, Oh my friend's about to get laid. No, no, see <laughs> I would go a different route, right? Yeah. I
0: would say again the blade one's like someone comes in like surprising you with like or someone comes to a D and D session and brings snacks. It's like fuck yeah. The Val Kilmer one is, somebody t- sends this, one of my favourite text messages to ever, ever receive, okay? Mm. Pub? Question mark. That's what the Val Kilmer one's for, because he just he thumbs up and fucks off in the Batmobile. But, I so, you yeah, then, Blade calls was Quinn before, setting him on fire and telling him, give my regards to Frost. Yeah, this is the first just, time we hear about Frost. Why
1: hasn't he just killed this guy before? I don't fucking
0: know. It's implied that they've met numerous times. I think the reason... He just keeps running away? ...is that either he keeps running away or it's that Blade is keeping him alive as like a link to Frost, so he's got like a lead on him. Mm, That makes sense. It's like one of the two. The film does does kind of a shit job of explaining it. Yeah, they'll
1: probably explain why he turns up in the hospital after this, but yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, there was a cut scene here that got... uh, put on the cutting room floor go on so when the pole is coming at this point
0: uh, not quite yet actually uh, we then and the we see the poor sap from the beginning of the movie trying to run away Blade grabs him checks his neck for bite marks okay. and then lets him go it's, it's like okay so that kind of clues the audience and it's like okay he is only after like he's not just going after any cunt that's familiar with him
1: mm-hmm but uh, I would have liked, uh, this is just me spitballing here, but I would have liked to have seen this guy come back in like a, I mean, I don't think he does, but I would have liked to have seen him come back in like a, a future Blade movie. And he's like, you know, oh, that shit, I saw vampires, bro. You know, he'd, be, he'd watch the team up and shit. He's been learning the ways, you know. So, But maybe as Ryan Reynolds' character, I don't know. But anyway, um, uh, but when the police... Nah,
0: nah, no, it wouldn't because uh, Ryan Reynolds' character specifically is a werewolf.
1: But anyway, um, spoilers. (laughs) Thanks. But uh, it's 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 in the comics. I don't read Blade. (laughs) Well, fuck you. But um, yeah, so when the police burst in here, there was a a scene that was cut out here, where Stan Lee had a cameo as uh, one of the police members. Oh, nice! Finding the bloody guy and being like, oh (laughs) jeez. So so, you know.
0: Great Stan Lee, by the way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Excelsior.
0: couldn't even attempt a New York accent for it nah. No. no
2: I don't
1: give a fuck
0: <laughs> fair uh, so the cops at Ivan Blade escapes
1: into the city streets how they really didn't see him I don't know because he's just <laughs> he's just kind of there yeah <laughs> the ribbon they're in is white as well and he's wearing a big black uh, like trench coat yeah they, they'd see that <laughs> he's wearing like he's wearing like black leather black Kevlar, big fuck off like big
0: fuck off like boots With, like, a a proper, like, fucking skull stomping fucking soul. And you know, the
1: police are trained to see anything black, so you know. Uh, Yeah, come on, you fuck. (laughs)
0: They're scanning for that shit. (laughs) Black, black, black. It's like fucking Terminator vision, just a. Black.
1: Is that a shadow or a black man? What is that? (laughs) Oh, God.
0: So we cut to the the morgue, even where the charred body of Quinn is brought in for autopsy. Uh, we get a real good look what at the his... dummy used for this scene and it is fucking great. One of these gristle.
1: morticians that brings the body in looks a like fuck and I thought it was him for like five minutes. Right? Go on. I thought he looked at a shit ton like Jay Baruchel. Oh yeah. I was looking at him and I was like how the fuck old is Jay Baruchel? But uh, hmm. it's not him. <laughs> it's not, yeah but it's, it's fucking spitting image. <laughs> I was looking at him and I was like he must have been like 12. <laughs>
0: what <Yeah>. the fuck? <laughs> Although to be fair he sounds 12 now constantly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we then cut To a haematologist called Karen Jensen, played by uh, Inbush Wright.
1: Is it Inbush or Uh, N'Bushay?
0: Inbush as far as I was aware, as far as I was able to find online. Uh, Who, despite rumours of her death cropping up about a year ago, is still, in fact, alive and kicking and working. Excuse me? (laughs) Yeah, like about a year ago, like all these, like, just all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, just all of these fucking rumours started piping up that she was dead
1: that's how you know you've for lived.
0: no apparent reason there was just like there was no evidence to support it like there was nothing like I don't even know if she had like I couldn't even find anything to suggest that she was like hospitalised or no well or something just every cunt just started saying she was dead that's for you no know, reason
1: that's how you know you've lived you know <laughs> you get like a fucking when reason. cunts say you're dead <laughs> people said you died you're like ah oh, people expect me to die <laughs> <laughs> cheers bruh <laughs>
0: Yeah, about a year ago, just all of these articles popped up saying that she'd died. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She's also had quite a prolific career, Uh, starting out as a dancer and then eventually she was in. NYPD Blue, bro. Yeah, NYPD Blue and like a shit ton of like TV stuff. Uh, This is kind of her biggest movie role that she's done. Yeah. And the rest of it is all, for the most part, like TV slots here and there. But uh, yeah, fantastic career. Uh, and she's the one that said. Adma- she's then examining the blood that's taken from Quinn's body. Uh, the medical examiner then talks with. Karen. This guy
1: is somebody. I'm pretty sure he's in shit that you would know. Uh, oh no, he's in quite a lot. He's in the Punisher TV show. He is, yes. And he's in um one of the actual MCU movies. Um, he's in Iron, uh, Man, and Iron Man. Iron Man 2.
0: two, yeah, one and two, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's in he's in shit. You know?
0: Yeah, he's in quite a few of them. Yeah, he plays uh like one of the Major generals. Allen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his name this is oh fuck. What's his name? Curtis, I think, in this movie. No, I think so. But uh, so Curtis talks with Karen, hinting at a relationship between the two that ended sometime before the film started. He asked Karen to come and look at the body, which she does. And while they're standing over the still smoking corpse of this of Quinn. He turns and says, to... "You ever have second thoughts about us,
1: mate? Fucking time in a place." No, no, right? you, no, no, no. See, surgeons and all these people, and doctors, and police officers, and firefighters, they just, they just kind of get desensitized to that shit. I, I know, but how the fuck is that? Like, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you would be shocked <laughs> at what they can talk about and what they can eat.
0: Oh no, I've. Like, <laughs> what they can eat? Jesus Christ! But uh, no, I've got pals that are like nursing and shit, and like some of the stories I've heard are fucking wild.
1: Oh, but, yeah, like, but they can Even that's fucked. Ah, nah, the guy's dead. <laughs> Gives a fuck. Like, well, uh, guess what? No, he
0: fucking isn't. Did you uh, like Because the... we get a fantastic jump scare as Quinn wakes up and bites into Curtis's neck. Did you like the neck.
1: sound effects of when they're cutting into him and, like, touching his... burnt squishy
0: and, like, crackly? It's burnt great, yeah. skin? Yeah. It's great, yeah. Uh, Karen stands perfectly still, paralysed with fear oh,
2: yeah, uh, until fucking... Quinn
0: leaps over the surgical tape. Oh, no, that's... I'm not... <laughs> yeah. I'm not criticising that. That is totally fucking believable You said to me like what the fuck is this? Yeah. this this dead guy the corpse just bit my mate like what yeah. the fuck well no, my mate my ex <laughs> <dad>. <laughs> blood pushing out
1: his neck
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw it you see that that I'm happened di- I'm not going to lie see when he jumped up and I didn't expect it right so I was like
0: oh I shit myself
1: <laughs> I, was, I was like halfway through swallowing some bourbon so you know oh no <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <clears throat> some bourbon what were you drinking I thought you ran out of makers, Mark
1: I ran out of maker's mark of watching Blade. <laughs> oh shit!
0: <right>. Uh, so <laughs> uh, Quinn then leaps over the surgical table and chases Karen into the hospital hallway. Uh, this is one point. Like this is something I want to bring up with regards to the the sort of makeup effects, especially on Quinn throughout the majority of this movie. Nine times out of ten, whenever you have like a really good dummy, right, it's it's a lot easier to make a dummy look great than it is an actor that's actually going to have to move but holy fuck this film manages it like this the makeup effects on Quinn do not like degrade as soon as he has to actually move when they switch from a dummy on the table to him it
1: also helps. they might I not to be honest they it. might
0: not I've not fully looked into it yet but looking at the film they might not even have switched they might have just had him lie there I think they just had him
1: lie there <laughs> but, but it also helps it that looks, when he's moving yeah, yeah. there isn't a lot of like uh, there's a lot of quick cuts there is a lot of quick cuts, yeah, it is of, shot um, well. And a lot of 90s. I don't want to call it shaky cam because it's not really, but like 90s like um, MTV style cuts, I would say. Yeah, like yeah. Aye. But no, it looks. Like the intro to fantastic. 7. Like the intro to 7. Yeah. Aye. Of but just giving credit where it's due, like the
0: makeup uh, the effects in this film are fucking phenomenal. Uh, mm. uh, but unfortunately, it's a late 90s a film, so the, the over reliance it, on CGI does yeah. kind of kill a few moments that could have been fantastic if they were done practically. Yeah,
1: I a, no, no, a lot of it is practical, but what they did was they just overlaid it with a bunch of CG. And at oh, so the it's
0: time... so the Thing prequel, basically. The same kind of thing that happened No, there.
1: No, no, uh, no, not like the Thing prequel where they They erased. painted over it. Yeah, this wasn't exactly painted over. What they did was they still had all the practical effects, but they just used CGI to enhance. So instead of like... Uh, yeah,
0: when they do that, it's great, but there are a few moments where... They use CG in place of it, where it could be used mostly when, like, whenever blood's involved.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And but what, it I'm looks is, what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is uh near nearer the end of the movie when he's using that serum stuff to like inflate them. So, oh yeah, like, that was there inflated, was a practical effect when they that, yeah. that is practical, but they've added like some weird like stretching to them, like on yeah. The, yeah. Which it is, looks good. Not the CG bits. The CG bits I thought looked awful, <laughs> but um, the majority of the CG in this movie is awful. <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there. It is terrible. It is not aged well. It was not good at the time either. <laughs> I, and that's like you know to I think that's also kind of to its benefit because it just makes it kind of funny. Yeah, but that, like, that's
0: what I was kind of saying earlier. It kind of it feeds into the kind of sort of cheesy B movie. I'm not entirely of what
1: we're sure that was the intention. Oh no, it definitely
0: <laughs> wasn't. Like, you can tell by the way it's shot that they were fucking proud of these effects, right? But, like, yeah, it just it works well. Whether it was the intention or not, it doesn't matter. It still fucking works.
1: Mm. But I just didn't like uh, how they have, like, these proper, like, uh, you know, prosthetics on, like, uh, when they're getting blown up and shit. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, they just stretch it. They just, just use a yeah. cheap Photoshop effect on it. Yeah, it's, like, mm. it's
0: kind of crap. But anyway, uh, it said, Quinn man- chases Karen out into the hallway and manages to bite her who turns to see Blade walking down the corridor in slow motion. He punches Quinn in the fucking face uh, with a stock punch sound effect that I have heard and I'm going to try and find it and insert it into this point in the the fucking show so you guys know what exact sound because I've got a feeling that I can find this shit for free online. I'm pretty sure I can hear like punch.mp3 and Mm. it'll fucking have that exact one, right? But regardless it's fucking hilarious when it comes up because it happens two or three times throughout the movie they use that same sound effect and it's fucking great the
1: weirdest one I ever heard was uh, I was watching some cheap action movie from the 90s right and the sound effects it's always the 90s I don't know but when the sound um, but when the guns were being fired and it, it was the sound effects of the punches from Indiana Jones <laughs> brilliant
0: (laughs) (laughs) alright so the cops roll up and open fire on Blade which gives us the best line in the whole fucking movie Mm. (laughs) they fire on him and we hear motherfucker you out of your
1: damn mind It's the way he says it as well. It's so sincere. It's just it's so well You're done. You're shooting at me and not. I was the just like, are you th- taking the fucking piss? You're <laughs> shooting at me and not this charred, burned, like, dead man. This like
0: this horrible, like abomination is right fucking like. They, although to be fair, he was standing in front of the abomination, so they couldn't really fucking shoot it unless they shot it through him. Cut his arm off. Yeah
2: but uh, anyway but, like, they're fucking,
0: she just turns around and starts that line it's so perfectly delivered it's fucking brilliant uh, that clip's been doing the rounds on TikTok recently as well the, of that particular scene uh, people saying it's like the best line read in film history and then mm. people replying with the uh, fucking what's his name from always just various different clips of always sunny being like no this is the best fucking line read ever mm. and nine times out of ten it's uh, oh, fuck what's the psycho one called
1: Dennis. Yeah, right. it's Dennis. I was gonna say they're all a bit fucking. <laughs>
0: I, no, I mean like the actual <laughs> fucking psychopath. Like, mm. yeah.
1: You didn't think it smelly you? Yeah, didn't that's think of the smell. The, that's
0: the that's the line that comes up quite a lot, mm. in the that and the with the same age. Uh, like, <laughs> this is not a starter car. This, this is, is a not finisher. finisher car. <laughs> it's cars for transporting gods. The golden god.
1: <laughs> I am untethered. Right, I'm not to do the full thing. Well, uh, <laughs> I once saw a video. It was um, it was a bit. It was the, from the episode where uh, uh, Dennis and Mac moved to the suburbs, and you know flash asshole. <laughs> yeah, when he's stripping off, when he's walking over to the neighbors and he's stripping off, and yeah. they they put in this really, they put in the intro to a Swans song. You know, um, what, I can't remember what Swan remember Lake. No, oh, the band. Oh wait okay. Swans, yeah. <laughs> they put in an intro to one of their songs, so it was just like this really weird, like fucking build up. And as he gets like, uh, they put in the they put in the intro to Oxygen by Swans. If you know that song, oh and yeah, like, that's uh, a great song. That one. So as he's like getting fucking more worked up, you know, the thing just getting yeah. Really fucking, it was fucking class. But.
0: So Quinn uses the confusion to run away, jumps out of a window. Falls several stories... ...eventually falling through the roof... ...of a passing ambulance... <laughs> ...and then running out into the streets...
1: ...terrifying this old lady in there...
0: ...yeah... Uh, ...we then get back to the hospital... ...where Blade inspects Karen's body... ...and in his mind he flashes back... ...to memories of his mother...
1: ...do you think he just does that... ...whenever he sees any woman on the ground... ...he's like mama...
0: ...yeah... ...he's, <laughs> he's got severe mum issues... ...like just... Mm, mm.
1: Uh,
0: ...he picks her up... ...and carries her through the hospital... Fucking chucks her out an open window. (laughs) Yeah, this doesn't look too great either. (laughs) Uh, Where she lands safely in some kind of, um, I think like awning in like cardboard boxes or something. I don't fucking know. And Just random debris on a nearby rooftop. He then proceeds to jump out the window himself while all the cops continue to fire on them. He's not just jumping out the window, he's
1: literally jumping out the window to across the street. Yeah. So if I was a policeman, and, and you I saw, saw that shit. I saw a man throw a woman across the street and then jump out Not the window. only throw her across the street, throw her, oh, her with some force and with accuracy enough to make sure she lands unharmed. Well, yeah, you need to throw her with some force to throw her across the street anyway. The street is far. <laughs> so, like. I bet she, like, she
0: goes up the way quite a bit as well. Yeah. So it's not like he's just throwing her straight down and across to,
1: like, a lower building. He's, like, fucking yeeting her across. Yeah. But if I saw some guy do that. Even just some guy throwing somebody across the street, yeah, and then he jumps across the street and clears it like uh, without hassle. I don't think I don't think I'd be sitting there going, "I'm gonna fire my gun at this man." Yeah, I it's don't. It's not think, gonna do shit.
0: Yeah, I don't think nine <laughs> millimeters is gonna do much against that cunt like this.
1: <laughs> that's why they bring out that guy that's got like the big fucking what was that a carbine or something? I don't know. what He's fucking firing. I don't know either. <laughs> it Looks kind of like an
0: M4, but I don't know. I don't know. Ah, my is okay. Based on when this came out it might have but nah because nah, the FA wasn't really it's a gun like, a yeah. big gun
1: <laughs> gives a shit but like you know but Yeah. and then she's like oh, my shoulder it's dislocated
0: she, and he's just like alright sound pop <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, the soundtrack then gets very atmospheric as Blade drives to his hideout with Karen in the back seat it's here that we get our first good look at Blade's uh, hideout his lair his home base whatever you want to call it
1: yeah it's a train workshop I thought it was a scrapyard no it's a train shed oh cool (laughs) Uh,
0: where his friend and armourer Whistler
1: he is not a character in the comics or he wasn't introduced in the comics he
0: wasn't introduced in the at this point he was introduced Mm -hmm. in this film and then the comics picked up no no he wasn't introduced in this film either was he not I thought it was in the
1: film no no was it one of the animated shows (laughs) yeah he he first came in right so this movie got delayed by like a year right so he was introduced in a uh, Spider-Man animated episode oh sweet yeah
0: So, we then see Whistler, who works on creating the various weapons that Blade uses while listening to CCR.
1: Yeah, and he's Chris Christopherson as well.
0: Yep, I was going to say, Whistler is played by none other than country music legend and member of the Highwaymen, Chris Christopherson. All around absolute fucking legend. Mm. I I love this cunt, right? (laughs) He's wrote some of my favourite songs of all time.
1: Did you know he studied at Oxford.
0: Posh cunt anyway uh, nah he's sound he was one of the few people to come to Sinead O'Connor's defence after the whole like Saturday Night Live holding up the picture of the Pope thing so you know what good cunt
2: mm.
0: Mm. so Whistler injects Karen with some kind of garlic solution like essence of garlic I think they you it he just take that
1: from a chicken Kiev or something like I think he did yeah I think <laughs> he literally just went uh,
0: okay,
1: okay. I'm going to inject you with garlic butter yeah <laughs> it's gonna hurt but damn you'll taste good he's just got,
0: he's just got a fucking dry ass pizza behind him that he's just
1: fucking <laughs> <laughs> i think he uses that That's syringe like, to like season his food as well just like
0: <laughs> yeah not the same one god yeah just i don't know,
2: know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was running out of tomato puree this'll do okay.
2: yeah, blood and another, garlic
1: that raises another question would vampires go after people with like blood-borne diseases like some vampires about to bite somebody hang on I got HIV it's like ah oh, shit well what do I do
0: <laughs> right uh, how much do you actually want to know the answer to this and how I much don't you just I'm making just making a, a joke So <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs>
0: then we'll move on
1: I imagine they can purify her or something I don't know <laughs> vampires are immortal I got every disease they, known to man. Can, yeah. If I if I just touch your skin, you will die like, in two they're, days. <laughs>
0: they're literally undead. Like they can't they can't carry that shit. Mm. Diseases need a living body to inhabit.
1: Mm, I suppose, yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, so Whistler injects Karen with some like garlic-based solution, which could potentially stop her from turning. Potentially,
1: it also depends where you inject it. Because I'm pretty sure if you put anything that isn't like you know, uh anything in your anything into your body intravenously, it could kill you. So, oh, yeah, like, you yeah, know. 100%. <laughs> so, if know. there's a single air bubble in amongst that
0: garlic or a bit of chive, he's no, it's fucked.
1: It's even just the garlic itself. I mean, if you inject water into your fucking veins, it will kill you.
0: Yeah. But, like, uh, you know... So, we then cut to what looks like a boardroom filled with vampires. Now, they give these vampires numerous names throughout the movie. They they call them like vampire lords. They call them like the the family. They give them a family name and all this kind of stuff. I'm just going to refer to them as the vampire lords for the majority of this podcast.
1: Oh, I was just, just for the sake a... of
0: keeping things simple.
1: I was just thinking of them as like the vampire mafia. Kinda, yeah. One of them, the one that looks like Peter Weller, but isn't. Oh yeah. Uh, he is in Star Trek Two, the Wrath of Khan, and he has possibly got he possibly had one of the worst agents in film history that I've ever heard of. How so? He, he has a very prominent role in Star Trek Two. He's Khan's uh-huh. main henchman, right? Right. And uh, his agent was like, yeah, we want him to get, like, third billing, which is not going to happen because it's a Star Trek movie, right? Yeah. It's not going to happen. <laughs> At most, you'll get, uh, I don't know, fifth, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe sixth, seventh. And uh, the studio were like, N- no, it's a Star Trek movie. You know, we've got...
0: We've got... A- it's an ensemble movie. uh uh-huh. And then, we, have uh, the, we have basically the entire main crew of the Enterprise before we get to, like, a fucking villain's henchman.
1: Uh, so his agent was essentially like, well, you've already got the film made, You've he's filmed it all, so either take it or leave it. So what did the studio do? They left it. They just left him uncredited. Yeah, they left him uncredited, which means he got paid, like, absolutely fuck all, and then, like, nobody knew who he was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he gets, Which basically means he gets... Because he's uncredited in the movie, he essentially gets not no residuals, but, like, fuck all residuals, Like, next to nothing.
1: Oh, uh, and he's he's a prominent role in it. He's in almost every scene that cans in. He's got tons of dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got, the classic he's got, case of someone getting fucked over by their agent. He's got a fucking death scene in it. In it in yeah, everything. and it's right. a good death
0: scene. Uh, but, you know. Right, so, as I said, we cut to the boardroom filled with vampires discussing Blade's recent attacks. Entered. Deacon Frost who as we mentioned earlier is played by Stephen Dorff
1: Udo Kier is the head vampire here he's pretty cool yeah he is if you watch all these uh, I like to call them Italian bullshit but if you watch all these Italian bullshit horror movies like Dario Argento and Lucio Fulci he turns up in a lot of these yeah he's uh, in a lot of ton of art house movies in My Private Idaho and all that shit uh huh Uh, he's Uh, pretty cool
0: speaking of which he immediately starts berating Frost telling him that he is a disgrace to the vampire nation. Uh, Frost is told, if we break the treaty, if we gather in numbers, the human politicians will make our lives very difficult. We are the
1: nation of domination. Hinting...
0: Okay. Hinting towards like a whole almost like Illuminati-esque storyline with the vampire, which isn't really expanded upon, at least not in this movie. I would like to see more of that. The idea that, like... They're using their immortality and their like knowledge to kind of like weave themselves into like high society and shit yeah, they like that, ex- like kind of laylives sort of stuff.
1: They kind of do expand, barely. They
0: mean, they talk about it in a couple of scenes, but it's never really brought up as like a plot point as yeah. to how you know, they're doing what they're doing. Instead, it focuses on, like, Deacon Frost's whole kind of world-ending, yeah, like, apocalyptic yeah, plan. Yeah, but
1: Blade, though, he does, he does mention, it's like, they got their... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We get, yeah, we get, like, a of,
0: we get a couple of lines about it, but I would like to have seen that. Maybe it's explored more in the sequels. I don't know. But I would like to see more of that kind of, you know, that whole Illuminati kind of fighting to get almost They Live-esque kind of idea.
1: Vampire the Masquerade.
0: Exactly. Oh, fuck, I love those games, man. Have you ever actually played the the TTRPG of that? No. Uh, t- depending on who you're playing with, it can either be the best fucking time you've ever had in your life or cringy as fuck. <laughs> I just
1: know that WWE used to have to uh, pay whoever made that money every year because they used a wrestler with a vampire gimmick, gimmick and they called him Gangrel. Yeah, and that's a, fucking...
0: that's a prominent character in the, the lore, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> So uh, the vampires all give frost shit for not being a pure blood, and the distinction between here, you're mad blood. But, <laughs> the <laughs> distinction a between blood. a pure-blooded vampire and and not, I suppose, is essentially the pure bloods are the individuals who are born a vampire, right? Whereas if you are turned into a vampire, that makes you kind of lesser. You're like a second-class citizen in this like kind of vampiric society. This raises this raised a kind of
1: question for me, right? How can you be born a vampire if your mum's dead? Cause if they can't sustain diseases, they wouldn't surely they wouldn't be able to sustain a baby. Mm.
0: It's a flaw in the logic. <laughs> but like here's here's my question, right? Does that technically make Blade a pureblood? <laughs> he al- was born to a human mother. Yeah, but he's an
1: albino. But he's <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't count. (laughs) A
0: vampire albino is just a regular guy.
1: (laughs) Look at you, you can go out in the sun, you fucking loser! (laughs) Fucking Daywalker prick! But, uh. (laughs) uh,
0: But, no, that's like the part. like, if Deacon, despite not being a pureblood, if he was to have a child, would that be. Would the child be pureblood? Because the child would obviously be born a vampire with vampiric parents. Despite the fact that their parents are not. So where were we? Aye. So we then cut to Karen, who wakes up in a small room within Blade's base. Uh, she has a look around, eventually finding Blade's weapon wall, uh, inf- including his sword. She goes to pick it up, but hesitates when she hears something whirring within the blade's handle. She takes a step back, and four like prongs just like like explode out for the mm. blade. They don't fully detached. It's just like a kind of like they like a kind of spring loaded kind of thing. They just pop out.
1: It's like a, it's like a forceps.
0: Weirdly, yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, that's I I, oh, I, I don't like that. That works. But uh, we then go. Oh, she then goes downstairs to see quite a kind of tragic scene playing, uh, playing out as Whistler injects Blade with some nondescript serum.
1: Oh yeah, we see him go to get the serum. I thought we were going to see more of this guy yeah he just peers up in one scene and then that's it they do a fucking cool handshake then they leave like who yeah. is this man I don't know does he <laughs> appear in the sequels
0: fuck Devano I don't
1: know <laughs> Yeah, he drops off watches to him and,
2: uh.
0: oh yeah that's it's yeah. implied that's how they make their money They with, that's obviously established a little bit later on but they make their money by robbing the vampires they kill and uh, pawning off their shit Which is really fucking funny to me. (laughs) It's fake. (laughs)
2: yeah.
0: But uh, as I said, quite a tragic scene plays out here as we see Blade getting injected with a serum. Mm -hmm. And we see just how much pain he goes through. And the whole time uh, Whistler is holding Blade's hand. But he's holding it in like the cool guy handhold where it's like half a handshake almost and they're both tense and, like fucks while yeah. they're doing it so their biceps are like pure fucking like <clears throat>
1: yeah it's the predator handshake
0: it's not that it's they've not like thumped they're just the fingers are interlocked and that's it
1: mm, mm. it's the whole hands but we ain't gay yeah yeah. <laughs> we're manly men
0: <laughs> we're men in tights uh, sorry <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs>
0: you said the lyric fuck you I am I am absolved of blame in that situation yeah, fair uh, Karen, then having witnessed this procedure, attempts to escape, but is stopped by Whistler, who then fills her in on the situation and informs the audience of how this film's vampires work. Basically, crosses and religious iconography, nope. Uh, We later learn from Blade, running water, fuck that shit. Uh, But they are extremely allergic, as he puts it, uh, to garlic and silver.
1: Apparently they really don't like fucking spiky bushes either. That's a, that's a that's a very obscure bit of vampire lore. Yeah, Dracula, one of the Christopher Lee Dracula movies, he's killed by going into a spiky bush. Because apparently they're, if they're, if it's a specific type of spiky bush that the fucking crown of thorns that went on Jesus' head was made of, I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. The, it was one of the later Dracula Hammer movies. Ah, okay, when
0: like, they were kind of clutching at straws for ways to take him out. It's like, yeah. God, like... <laughs> right, I'll feel you. Uh, he also gives Karen what he calls vampire mace uh, and tells her to buy a gun. And I quote, uh, if you start finding yourself sensitive to daylight, if you feel thirsty, regardless of how much you've had to drink, I suggest you take that gun and use it on yourself. <laughs> yeah, he gives so her basically, a- if she's hungover, she's just a fucking tap herself.
1: Yeah. that's <laughs> she he gives her. fucking a- check out. <laughs> yeah, he, gives her, a- he gives her a mace can with all that garlic butter and shit. He's like, it would be yeah. a good weapon. Also, it's good seasoning. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> put that on your little chicken there. Put man. it on fries. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> God,
0: I could go some garlic fries now, man. It's so fucking good. But, I've uh, been...
1: Right, this is going to be a bit of a tangent here, but I've been fucking turned off to garlic mayo for like the past four years. Why? Because I used to live with somebody who used to put garlic mayo in absolutely everything, even the things where it didn't belong. Oh, right? no. So they would make fucking ramen noodles and put... Oh, mayo. Fuck. And put like half a bottle on it and shit. That's like, just a rank rotten. And be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why, why are you doing this? Why?
0: Why are you subjecting us to this? Mm. Fucking hell. Uh, anyway, they then cut to some dude's basement. Uh, the head of the vampire group from earlier walks through at what looks like a kind of server room to find Deacon Frost making his way through he's the archive. Yeah, he's
1: just vibing, listening to fucking techno. Oh, yeah, he's
0: just having a grand old time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, <laughs> he's trying to translate <laughs> some mad ancient text, which mm-hmm. they claim is like, that language is long forgotten. No one has ever been able to translate it. But like, he's just running a computer program that's translating it.
1: I mean, he, <laughs> even, he even does ask... Um, Stephen, uh, Deacon Frost does actually say in this as well, he's like, near the end when they find that temple and all that he's like, was like somehow we forgot it existed he's <laughs> <I was laughs> yeah. like you lazy motherfuckers you... We... I mean I suppose that happens in human history too where really, like you know we forgot there was fucking ancient Mayan temples and shit. And uh, fucking, yeah, I suppose. You know, where the tombs of the pharaohs are and all that shit. Yeah. So I suppose it happens, but but with a group of beings that are... That is, with vampires, with immortal yeah, beings. And there's substantially less of them than us. Yeah. You would think that they'd remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: know. Fuck knows. But uh, we then cut back to Karen, who makes her way up to her apartment. Uh, she notices a couple in the elevator that have strange matching tattoos on the back of their necks.
1: So were these, uh, right, I mean, uh, fast forward a little bit, they don't, they're not the ones to attack her, right? Yeah. So were they actually vampire, like, fucking familiars, or were they just goths that had like, Right, so here's the tattoos? thing, it's
0: not just the familiars that have those tattoos, some yep. of the full-blooded vampires have them too. Yeah, but. So I think it's more, that's more to establish that.
1: But it's also during the day, so. Yeah, like, yeah so oh. they
0: more than likely are familiars. But there's also the idea that their tattoos are different from the one that's attacked, so they could be familiars. They just, they but just don't give a fuck. They're about not familiars this, yeah. of Frost, so they don't give a fuck,
1: yeah, basically. Right. Or they're just golfs. Or they're, they're have just golfs tattoos. They have mad tattoos,
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, so she gets out the elevator, and the couple follow her down the hall. She turns to spray them with the vamp mace, but they both enter into a nearby flat, yeah, and turns, it's fine.
1: Yeah, she turns around in the elevator, and then one of them is like, "How you doing?" But he says, "How you doing?" in the most ominous way. How, yeah, how you doing?
0: Oh you know? No, yeah, he says it like an ASMR podcaster.
1: But anyway, uh, no, nah, like he says, "How you doing?" Like you would do in a fuck it, in, in the elevator at work when you want to like not appear creepy, but you're trying to like. You're, you're actively trying not to appear creepy, so you do appear creepy, you know?
0: Yeah. Like over Yes. And going into it, right, okay, I'm with yes. you now. So we then go into our apartment and she begins packing up all of her shit. She's interrupted when a police officer just fucking waltzes in uh, and tells her that her front door was open, so he's just checking that everything's yeah, okay. That front
1: door was not open, we see her shut that door.
0: We do, yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: Uh, of course, it doesn't take long before the cop attacks her. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> but there is a fucking line before here, right? Which is...
1: What about the doctor that was so with me?
0: goddamn dumb. Like, oh, what about the doctor that was with me? It was just like, oh, yeah. What is he said, he, uh, he says it. his
1: name. He's like, no, he's, he actually legit goes up. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's dead. But you don't need to worry, worry about, about, about that right now. And she's like, why? And then there's a You'll bit of You'll be joining him soon. You'll be joining him soon. And I, I don't, See, when I was watching it, when he's like, right, when she says, Why? Um, I legitimately was like "Oh, because you're going to die and then like uh, fucking he fucking yeah. says it yeah. I, was saying, I was like I'm a genius I could write this movie <laughs> this happens every time I watch fucking Riverdale <laughs> I have the writing abilities of a CW show writer Motherfucker. I'm sorry but
0: you're you're just going to drop that you regularly watch Riverdale in the middle of the po- we have not discussed this at any given point throughout any other episodes you're just going to drop that lore and fucking leave us
1: I'm full of surprises Fucking Riverdale? Oh, yeah, I watch Riverdale when I'm pissed. It's fucking hilarious. I haven't seen yeah. the most recent season and the final... Well, I think it's the final season. Um, But yeah, I do.
0: <laughs> anyway, so the cop attacks her and she sprays him with a mace which does fuck all because he's this? not a vampire. Wait, is this
1: garlic butter?
0: <laughs> yeah. So he says that as well. He's just like, what is this, garlic? Mm. Uh, Blade then just miraculously appears behind the cop and knocks him to the ground before telling Karen and, by proxy, the audience... That the cop is, in fact, a familiar.
1: He's a Redfield.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the f- <laughs> this familiar belongs to one Deacon Frost. Blade interrogates him, but ultimately learns nothing uh, before the cop is hey, able to escape into a, the busy streets of just LA. she's putting
1: him through tables and shit, and she's like, is, this, is, is all this, this necessary? necessary? <laughs> You're breaking my shit! <laughs> Stop it!
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm leaving town tomorrow, but still, I want to get my security deposit back,
1: also, you her, cunt. her like, her apartment decor... It's nineties as fuck and I love it. It's nice. It's nineties as fuck yeah. and it's very, uh, it's very new agey. Yeah, I'd live in that. I'd live in that apartment. It's cool. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, we
0: then cut to the next night. Blade and Karen have been staking out the cop car. <laughs> staking.
1: No, yeah. no, no, no. There's a bit right. No, no, right. So he gets no, away, right? Is, but staring down at the cop car, but yeah, they're beating the shit out of him.
0: No, no, no. That's he gets away from there. He yeah. doesn't get away twice. They'll bring him outside. Oh, no, but we didn't, Start interrogating him. Yes, but we didn't He escapes him. then. Yeah. yeah, because there's, no, there's don't, nothing I don't, of note happens but other I think than the fact that he beats him out in the
1: street. Well, no, no, there is something that happens. We, uh, he's transporting blood and they find out the vampires own the blood banks. So that's fun. And and then, like, they're beating the shit out of him in the street. So, like, I was watching him and being like, these people are just walking past and none of them give a fuck that there's, that there's two people just beating the shit out of a cop. L.A., mate. L.A. <laughs> L.A. <laughs> like, As Starcrawler says, I love L.A. I love L.A. I don't want to leave today.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to see how far you were going to go with that.
2: <laughs> that wasn't an invitation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Said, cut to the next night. Blade and Karen have been staking out the cop car. Staking
1: out.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, when the cop finally returns, the pair then follow him. Oh, That's fucking music. Cue some great. fucking bullshit sped up footage of the cars just driving through. I fucking through LA. love this. It I looks love like, this fucking... like we've seen this before in the show, right? Where films will use like sped up footage of the cars to suggest to make it look like they're going faster, right? And sometimes it works really fucking well. Sometimes Here, it looks like Benny Hill. It looks so bad. No, but... I, uh, right.
1: This is this is where See, we differ, it, right? Normally, I think it looks bad when they're doing it to disguise the fact that they couldn't go any faster than they could, right? This is just a stylistic choice. This is just 90s. It doesn't feel like that, though. No, it, it just it does, feels It does, shit. because there's a bit where, like, you know, they're, they're, the cars are still driving and that, and it cuts to the car driving, uh, turning a corner, but in the foreground, in the foreground, you see a vampire feeding on a woman, and he's sped up as well. Yeah. So it's definitely a stylistic choice, right? Yeah, no, no, but hear me.
0: No, but right, okay.
1: But this, oh,
0: I suppose, yeah.
1: It's definitely a stylistic choice. It's the late nineties. MTV's still pretty. Big. Is that kind of yeah? Uh, I I actually quite liked it, and with the music in the I background just, it as well. So stupid. Yeah, and then with the music in I the just, background couldn't as get well. Away from it. The music in the background is like some late nineties hip hop, and it's fucking yeah. great. I loved it. <laughs> it was like I don't know who it was. It sounded like Mob Deep to me, Uh-oh. but it was fucking great. But, uh, I love that shit. You do mention that. Let's not forget, this is a
0: late 90s action movie. So fuck it, let's have another nightclub fight scene. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I
1: think this is when I said to you. Uh... <laughs> so he points out to um, Karen, that, you know, the bouncers, the doormen, they're all, they're all they're vampires, vampires. And then he says, like, the whore in the corner. The whore, the, the whore in the corner is a vampire. And then, like, uh, we see the night. Oh. Fucking, have you got the entrance card though? He just yeah. fucking chucks him through the door. Yeah, but it,
0: before hilarious. he chucks him, he has like that that classic Wesley Snipe shit-eating grin mm-hmm. that he's so good at. He does it in like every film he's in. He has at least one moment where he just does that wee fucking smile. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so as I said, this is a late '90s action movie, so let's have another nightclub fight scene. Having said that, though, the fight does move into the kitchen very quickly. We, we just kind of get a glimpse at the a, gla- a glimpse even. Uh, at the club, as he's just knocking people out, as he's walking uh, yeah. through.
1: As there's these Japanese schoolgirls singing in Japanese uh, to some tech. We're assuming Japanese, I don't it even know. could be Chinese, know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> don't we, we're going full King of the Hill. Are
1: you Chinese or Japanese? <laughs> I'm <Laotian.
0: laughs> Are you Chinese or Japanese?
1: From Laotian, from the country of Laos, there's 7.9 million of us. So are you Chinese, Chinese or, or Japanese? Japanese? <laughs>
0: I fucking love King of the Hill, man. It's so good.
1: Uh, yeah, it just shows us our ignorance and just being Ayrshire people. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not racist, I'm just from Ayrshire.
0: Big up the racism. Oh, yeah. uh, anyway. <laughs> so, oh, Blade finds a familiar from earlier and interrogates him once again, this time learning about this, a secret ent- entrance within the club.
1: It's in the freezer.
0: I thought this was going to turn out to be a trap that he'd like take in the freezer and then like the familiar would just like kick him in the back or something and try and lock him in. But nah, it was,
1: no, he's, he's just, right. He's, he's, yeah, being he's like, right. it's in the freezer. He starts kicking the shit with him again. I told you, it's in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he opens up and sure enough, there's a big fucking stairway right. down there. And they make their
0: way down to the archives that we previously saw Deacon conducting his research in.
1: What I want to know is, right, that chef that was in the kitchen that runs out when he Aye. was in there. Is he a vampire? Is he a familiar? I oh, don't fucking know. Does up. he question that there's a fucking stairway to a, a sheet to a fucking elevator door down there? I don't know and I don't care. Shit's cool. <laughs> Do you think he's sitting there like, eh, "This is where all the MSG comes from"? Oh. Ah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so we then see Frost at his penthouse apartment, watching his laptop translate the ancient text.
1: I liked his bed.
0: It's yeah. It's even nice enough to provide a little animation
1: to explain what the text says. <laughs> yeah some mist looking motherfucker. yeah
0: <laughs> uh, he's interrupted by his familiar who busts into the apartment and informs him that Blade found the archives oh
1: he's first uh, there's a woman in his bed
0: oh yeah his bed which is like kind of a coffin like a modern coffin it's and really we, fucking cool
1: we find out who this person is later but we're not going to spoil it
0: yeah of course <laughs> uh, so we then in see through the apartment there is a specific movie playing on a TV in the background
1: Mortal Kombat Annihilation
0: specifically the scene where they kill Reptile
1: does Stephen Norrington have something to do with that movie? I
0: don't know. Did he do the effects of that movie? The CG from both films is similar in that it's shite. Hmm. But in Annihilation, it's just shit shit. It's not even like good shit. It's Too just shit. Too bad you must die. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> nah, fucking... Uh,
0: that, that meme really undersells how bad the full movie is because that makes it look like it's so bad it's good. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is a fucking shit show and I hate it.
2: Hmm. I, I,
0: good, good lord. Fucking they, they done, no, I'm, I'm gonna go on a fucking rant. They'd done Baraka dirty in that fucking movie. Baraka's such a fucking cool character and you could do so much cool shit with him as a villain. He's fucking brutal. He has, like, the whole Tarkata. Anime. they have done some really cool shit recently with him in MK1. The idea of Tarkata as, like, a disease as opposed to, like, being a people which is really cool and it's, like, progressive. It's fucking awesome. But, like, they they tried so hard to get... Like, the first film was so good and then they just shat the bed so hard and it's such a volume that there was
1: no bed left and it was just how do you fuck up that much i don't know i haven't seen them i don't really oh i don't mate, really, mate. I don't really do we need
0: to do, we need Kombat. to do like a, we need to do like a I fucking love Mortal combat uh, we need to do like a a video game movie thing at some point and we'll watch that shit Mm. and you'll see what I mean by, like, the first well, I, one though, being, because, like, quite well, good. Will I,
1: though? Because I don't play the games, so I'm like,
0: oh. No, no, even if you don't play the games, like, here's the thing, if you play the games, the movie's actually a little bit better because you kind of understand what's going on. See, with just what the film presents to you, it is a fucking mess.
1: All right. I know they're making another one.
0: Uh, that's a sequel to the one that just came out.
1: Yeah, I know, but... Uh, the one yeah. that just came out, it's
0: not great. But, like, it has some really good moments in it. The guy that plays Kano in it's really good. Uh, I, know I know
1: The Miz was trying to get the role of Johnny Cage for ages.
0: You know what? I could see that. He I didn't mean. get it, though. Oh, that's kind of gutting. Mm. He would be great as Johnny Cage.
1: Mm. The Miz. Mike Mizan. Yeah.
0: You know they actually got Jean-Claude Van Damme to be in MK1? As Johnny Cage, finally. After all the years. Was that a thing? Well, Mortal Kombat 1 was originally supposed to be a blood
1: sport game. <laughs> alright
0: <laughs> uh, and uh, they couldn't get the rights to it so they just kept all the code and turned it into Mortal no, there's Kombat a,
1: there's a video game movie me to do Street Fighter the movie
0: oh no you want some re- you want some real fucked shit alright Street Fighter the movie the game got a spin off game I had it called Street Fighter the movie the game yeah I used it to have it was on that. PS1 I believe uh huh and it was it, shit <laughs> Uh, it's that doesn't do it justice. It's so fucking bad. But the fact that like a a movie based on a video game got a video game tie-in that was based on the movie that was based on the ge- why why the
1: fuck like now nah, we could go we and could they go. tried to
0: go down the Mortal Kombat route of like digitized graphics and
1: shit. Yeah, it was shit. It was weird. This nah, is a hell of a tangent based off of literally like
0: two seconds of screen time. Not even that.
1: Fucking video game movies though. Remember that Prince of Persia movie.
0: <laughs> oh with that fucking Jake Gyllenhaal
1: I like how you say that fucking Jake Gyllenhaal as if he's not like one of the biggest leading men in Hollywood but yes that fucking Jake Gyllenhaal he's also a
0: known wanker
1: but I eh, I don't give a shit but yes <laughs> uh, he's got a Taylor Swift song written about him
0: I'll be honest I just don't really, I've not really seen a lot that I like him in like he's I've, I've seen Donnie Darko that was pretty cool Prisoners uh, not seen it he was alright in Nightcrawler He's fucking in Night in
1: Nightcrawl, He's
0: fucking great. He's in fucking insufferable in Spider-Man: um, Far From Home.
1: Nocturnal animals. Never seen it. Uh, I've not seen a lot of his movies, to be fair. Fucking, I've not seen a lot of films with him in it. He
0: was in that Prince of Persia. It was fucking shite.
1: Yeah, that's not a good movie. That was show way yeah. to showcase Jake Gyllenhaal's acting talents. Yeah.
0: Anyway, <laughs> we'll move on because we're getting way off topic now. So deep. So, after the familiar tells Deacon about what Blade has been doing, Deacon bites the familiar and pushes him into an infinity pool. I do like and uh, just leaves him to bleed out.
1: I do think Quinn's quite good in this whole fucking bit where he's he's just kind of lounging on the he's couch like, with these yeah. two with these two vampire women and he's burnt to fuck. He's like healing, but I yeah. just like the whole thing where he's like, "Hey, you want to meet him? We're like brothers, man." Yeah, <laughs> and then Deacon just fully fucking. Yo, you know, then Deacon, Deacon just fucking Deacon, ties him. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, he's got a lot on his mind. He doesn't pay attention to any of this stuff. And then he's then Deacon's like telling him, you know. Uh, I want you to get. Blade, I want Blade alive. He's like,
2: what? Yeah, <laughs> <fucking> what? <laughs> We've
1: been trying to kill the cunt for twenty years. What the fuck, are you want about? bit? It's just what he says, like, what? <laughs> what? There's a bit later on where where, where Quinn dresses like I do. <laughs> He's just wearing like oh, jeans yeah. and a long sleeve and like fucking. <laughs> I'm looking at him. I was like, oh, am I going to turn to Max Payne in like twenty years or fucking Quinn? <laughs> so we'll what about see what both? Happens. And
0: you just get Detective Bullock. Because that is effectively a, a marriage of those two characters.
1: He's fucking good in Gotham as well. He's really good in Gotham. Yeah.
0: So, moving on, we go back to the archives. Blade and Karen finds finds Pearl. Uh, the pair interrogate Pearl using a UV lamp to effectively torture them.
1: Pearl's funny, though. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. Pearl reveals that the text that was translated revealed a prophecy. La Magra is coming. The spirits of the twelve will awaken what the is Blood that? God. What is that?
1: And it's just research. It's just heavy research. In fact, it's a video game. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: so <you'd be> like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So yeah, his voice is funny as fuck. <laughs>
1: yeah. What was it? He takes the hard drive and then he goes to like fucking blow up a door and he's like, if it mo- if he moves. Um, you know. he moves fry him and then like he doesn't even do anything like, he's just sitting there yeah and she just turns on the lamp and fucking ah! kills him. he moved <laughs> oh Pearl yeah I like Pearl also
0: here's the thing like, I'll, I'll be honest like, I get heavy distracted at multiple points in this movie because they keep referencing the blood god and I like Warhammer so <laughs> I also looked up every time they mentioned it immediately in my head I'm just doing blood for the blood god like all that shit
1: <laughs> I also looked up what La Magra means and I'm assuming it's Spanish because they're in LA yeah uh, it, it literally just means the lean so I don't know if they mean like the, the lean, lean. Like, like that or as, the I, lean
0: as in so skinny just, just a fucking second here the lean like that my brother in Christ. <laughs> this lean... is an audio-only podcast. Well, could you can't we've... just fucking go it could like mean that.
1: F- it could mean a few things, right? It, it could, could mean, mean
0: lean as in lean against on a wall or uh, It could mean the lean as It could as mean lean in... as in
1: skinny. Or it could mean lean as in the drink. <laughs> can... Yeah, the lean as in like the liquid codeine or whatever. Yeah. Or it could mean the lean as in you've taken too much heroin and you can't stand up properly now. So yeah. I'm assuming it means uh, the skinny. I don't know. Because that's the only one I can see fitting, you know. He's, it's the lean times because he's been drinking all the blood so there's no more blood for everybody else I don't know I don't fucking know that's why I, I'm assuming it's Spanish I don't
0: think it's David Escoyer. I don't think he thought that far into it I think he just went found it and was just like that sounds fucking cool in Spanish <clears throat> in the yeah, fucking script it goes if he's got
1: a blood guard you think he'd be like well, Santa Sangre or something yeah. it is what it is uh, uh, Bla- Bl- Blade
0: finds a storeroom within the archive and Blows the door off its hinges to get inside with what looks like canned plastic. It's fucking <laughs> weird looking. It just looks. It looks, looks, like, it looks like shaving foam.
1: It looks like that shit the builders used to like filling cracks. <laughs> so, I
0: don't know. <laughs> what fucking silicon?
1: Yeah, plaster or whatever. Because you do get that shit.
0: You don't get squishy plaster. I'll tell you that right now. You don't. I
1: don't know. It expands. It looks like it.
0: Oh, you're thinking yeah, right? There's like a. It's specific type of wood glue. That like yeah. you put it in and expands like fuck. I don't know if it's it is... wood
1: glue because I've seen it on walls, <laughs> like non wood.
0: Oh no, yeah, <laughs> aye, there's there's a reason for that. Dodgy fucking builders, but uh not a can... fair share council. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, you can get like I'm pretty sure you can get like versions of it. This like that, but
1: yeah, I don't know. But this is where Wesley Snipes has a line where I'm amazed he's able to say it with a straight face because uh, you know I mean I mean looking at all the lines in this movie it is quite ridiculous, but he's like. It's the Vampire Bible.
0: (laughs) The Vampire Bible, yeah. Inside the room are pages from what Blade calls the Vampire Bible. It does have its own name, but I can't remember it.
1: Yeah. The Vampire Bible.
0: Blade then hears someone running through the archive and goes to investigate. He finds what looks, looks like a small child or like teenager.
1: She was the one that was watching Mortal Kombat.
0: Yeah. So... Unfortunately, it is a trap as a group of thugs led by Quinn walk into the room. Oh, she fucking kicks the shit out of him, Oh yeah, yeah, she's, a full-blown she's fight going breaks to, out. She's,
1: she's like fucking Chun-Li, man. She's oh like yeah, just, she's got
0: all the high kicks. It's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, people get thrown through like the glass and like pages like are wrecked in the process. Uh, Blade seems to do alright. He's can kind of hold his own at first, but eventually is overwhelmed by the sheer number of skilled fighters that are attacking him at once. Uh, eventually, he ends up pinned to what I think is like a support beam with, like, a wire around his neck. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, one... <laughs> one of these vampires picks up his sword. Oh, yeah, picks up the blade sword This goes, guy's. hey, I got his pig sticker. Yeah, this guy's acting was like, what the fuck? He was like, imagine you're a vampire but on coke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, might actu- he might have
0: actually been on coke.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was LA in the 90s, bro. He was probably on coke. It's
1: LA now, you're probably on coke.
0: True. <laughs> it's fucking anywhere now, you're probably on coke. There's shits everywhere. But, uh, before the meca- but he picks up before shit. the mechanism we saw earlier in the film kicks in and the poor bastard's hand explodes into the red he, mist. he doesn't seem
1: that fazed by he's laughing. <laughs> oh no, he's
0: crying out, everyone else starts laughing around him and then he joins in.
1: Yeah, what was it? Quinn's like, Oh you're a fuck up, Brad." whatever the fuck his yeah. name was but, <laughs> Oh you're a fuck
2: up, I'm a fuck up <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh Quinn proceeds to torture Blade, at sticking him with one of his own stakes, uh to which Blade replies by laughing in Quinn's face. When Quinn questions on this, Blade replies, I'm expecting company.
1: His hand's going back as well. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's like all gnarly and shit. It's still in the process of healing. When he punches him, he does say something which kind of grossed me out a little bit. He's like, stay away from me, sweetheart. I was like, oh, you say that's all? Yeah. Do you bore them in bed, Quinn?
0: Hmm. So, to which, so Blade then says, I'm expecting company. And then, Motherfucking Chris Christopherson to the goddamn rescue! It's fucking great. He blows a massive fuck off hole in the wall, walks in, catch you fuckers at a bad time. No, I might be. <laughs> he just uh, starts blowing up people left, right, and chip shop. Uh,
1: miss you, fuckers at a bad time. Catch you, fuckers at a bad, of the bad right. time. Now, I might be. Great. I might be misremembering Blade and Scrooged together. What the fuck? But does uh, Chris Christopherson come in with a minigun?
0: No, it's a shotgun.
1: All right, because have you seen Scrooged? yes so you remember right at the very beginning of that movie it was a fucking, <laughs> it's Santa Claus and the elves and it turns into an action movie yeah fucking Lee Majors comes in with a minigun uh, which apparently was the same minigun used in Predator but, oh know. man <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but no it's a, it's a shotgun hmm. Uh, he oh no it's, it's not a shotgun it's an MP5 that he has
1: yeah I was going to say I'm pretty sure he's like mowing no nah, yeah it like has an fucking. MP5
0: yeah and he lights the place the fuck up uh, Blade escapes from his pawns and we once again get that beautiful stock punch sound effect uh, as he punches out the vampire known as Mercury before escaping with Karen and tow uh, and
1: here we have the next Whistler five minutes the
0: Whistler then throws a, like, a big fuck off bag of explosives into the room before leaving and the next five yeah. minutes are fucking glorious
1: well, I was going to say the next five minutes have horrible CG but yeah, it's sure. horrible
0: CG but it's fucking glorious uh. so the trio discover that the archive runs next to a subway tunnel as the train hurtles right past them mm. They carefully shimmy across the wall with the train flying past them mere inches away from their faces. Then the explosives go off. (whistles) Takes out a good chunk of the vampires but also catches Whistler with a chunk of debris. Uh, Karen's like, oh fuck, is he okay? To which Blade just replies, he can take care of himself. Motherfucker, he just get domed with like a chunk of like fucking brick. I'm pretty sure
1: the guys did. (laughs) The man has cancer. I'm fairly certain he can't take care of himself. We, didn't, we don't find that out until later. I know, though. but he's smoking all the time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not taking care of himself. Yeah. <laughs> the man can take care of himself. Not healthily. Or anything, no. But you know. <laughs> not healthily. He
0: can fight, but he can't take care of himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, his lungs are fit to fucking burst. But, you know, he's... <laughs> he's more...
0: <laughs> he's more tumour than man now. <laughs> <clears throat> He comes in the next scene. He just looks like fucking Deadpool in the car before they started trying to make him fucking, uh, like, vi- visually, pl- visually, like, slightly more pleasing. When they were just like making him a fucking horror show. Mm. That's one like, thing. That's one thing I really don't like about the Deadpool movies. They don't make him look disgusting enough.
1: No, fucking Chris Christopherson stands up. He looks like the Hulk from that one uh Marvel comic where everything went to shit. Uh, Marvel zombies. Nah, there was one before that. Um... I'll send you it later. It wasn't
0: World War Hulk, was it?
1: No, this was like in the 90s. (laughs) This was like... Oh, right. I don't know that. Years and years. I don't
0: know what one you're talking about then. But, uh, yeah. So Blade and Karen then jump to the other side of the tunnel just before the next train comes.
1: Marvel Ruins. Ah, yeah. I've not read it. Where Hulk is just a giant (laughs) tumour. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, Quickly followed by Quinn. Uh, Karen is knocked to the ground right next to the tracks and sees Whistler escaping into the sewers underneath the train now I'm I'm not a fucking expert right but surely with how fast that train's going she's getting sucked into the train and killed I
2: don't know
0: at that point but anyway doesn't fucking matter it's a, we're dealing with fucking vampires for Christ's sake yeah,
1: it's a vampire action movie yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, meanwhile, we get a pretty fucking gnarly fight between Blade and Quinn. Like at one point, he does like the whole Spider-Man Three thing where he yeah. holds his face up against the moving train,
1: <laughs> which is really
0: cool. Uh, the fight ends with Blade it's cutting off
1: Quinn's arm I'm again. A, I'm gonna make a different <laughs> different arm this time.
0: Although it's a different arm this time, and then escaping by putting one arm around Karen, and then using the other arm to just fucking grab onto the back of the moving train. Yeah, he does. a will be honest, Karen has got whiplash there.
1: Yeah, he does a skyfall. Yeah, Karen's got... Wh- does he do that a skyfall? I mean, he jumps on the back of a train, but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, but he doesn't just
0: grab on as it's moving.
1: Yeah, he jumps on the back of a train. Who gives a shit?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the two board the train, and then Karen pops Blade's dislocated shoulder back into place. Blade injects himself with the serum, and Karen then deduces that Blade is also a vampire. He replies, no, I'm something else. I'm
2: something else.
0: Faithable. What the fuck was that voice? <laughs> <laughs> uh we then cut to so fade to black and we hear Whistler explaining Blade's backstory as we fade back up into uh this uh, the home base, the train yard, basically.
1: I found him as a boy, he was uh feeding our homeless people. Ronald Reagan loved him. <laughs> 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 he was solving the homeless problem his own way.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: He was solving the homeless problem and the food shortage problem in one fell swoop.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, exp- he Whistler is explaining Blade's backstory to Karen and def- as well the audience while tending to his wounds and drinking Jack Daniels straight out of the bottle. Legend. What
1: a man! What a man! What a man! What a mad, a good man. <laughs> and smoking a cigarette.
0: Yeah. Uh, he doesn't give a fuck about the cancer, uh, Blade we learn that Blade has essentially all of Vampire's strength with none of their weaknesses, with the exception that he ages normally compared to Vampire's and has a considerable healing factor as well. The serum, we learn, is designed to suppress his thirst for blood, but his body is beginning to reject it. Or They they say his body's beginning to reject it. I think it's just his tolerance is going up. If he just takes a couple of days off, he'll be sound. But uh, Karen asks... (laughs) I think I might have revealed a bit too much about myself there. Mm. <laughs> Just a wee bit. Uh, Karen, I, hey Jacob, asked I Wesley. think
1: the gear isn't working that well anymore. Wow, well, what do we do? Well
0: <laughs> Let's go a month sober.
1: <laughs> what no, not even a month. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: I'm kidding on. let's go a week sober.
1: Two at the most. And then <laughs> And then <laughs> And then we have our two C B with our shots. Whoa. Oh,
0: Although, to be fair, you didn't know you were having 2CB with your
1: shots. Not that night. <laughs> anyway. Well, you s- <laughs> Karen asked
0: Karen Whistler why he hunts. And we get his backstory as well. Two for the price of one. Love my,
1: it. My family died. They were killed Basically, by vampires. Basically, yeah.
0: His, his family were killed by He was also put through Sophie's Choice. <laughs> Like literally, like the vampire asked him which one to kill first. <laughs> yeah, do you
1: think the vampire just got done watching that movie? <laughs> He's like, I yeah, saw this like, glorious
0: movie about was, the Nazis. By the way, <laughs> I found this, but you're not going to believe this shit, right? <laughs> I have got, oh, I have got the best idea you have ever fucking heard in your life, right? So this film about the Nazis, right? And
1: <laughs> I just imagine him just sitting there, just like, you ever heard of the Holocaust, <laughs> Right, Yeah, there's there's like, do you think? Vampires
0: exist in Mob There were vampire Nazis.
1: Absolutely. You ever seen Blood Rain? Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> There's a vampire Nazi in what we do about the and sh- what we do in the shadows as well. Mm. Mm. The film, not the TV show. Although I think he does appear appear in the TV show as well. But yeah.
1: Who's he in the movie?
0: He's... Yeah, he's in the movie, but he also appears in the TV show.
1: Yeah, who's he in the movie? He's the.
0: Give me two minutes. I'll show you. He's a a fucking Deacon.
1: Oh, yeah, so he was,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, we then cut to Deacon's penthouse once again as Quinn argues with Mercury about the failed capture of Blade. Uh, Once again, the makeup effects on Quinn are fucking phenomenal. Uh, As we can see, like, his, like, one, his, like, hand stump, and two, his, like, face is all fucked up from where it got held up against the train. It's fucking cool. Uh, Frost, we then cut to this, like, a beach... As Frost's group take the head of the vampire lords to the beach, and they hooded kink- and bound.
1: they kinkily put on fucking sunscreen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, which sets him up for an execution by way of sunrise. But before he does, he takes a pair of pliers and removes his teeth, specifically the wee pointy ones, what he uses for eating in that
1: this is what I'm talking about with the CG is fucking bad, but the practical effects are kinda good. They did this in practical, right? They just added his face on top of it. But and like it they also added a, But they also added a weird filter over it. So it kind of filter looks, looks shit. It looks like it looks zoomed in but not at yeah. the same time. I don't know how to describe it. It's just very odd. <laughs> like uh It's like a one point one times like
0: magnification like filter almost. It's fucking stupid looking.
1: Yeah. I mean
0: but uh, yeah we then and get some pretty decent practical effects covered by some pretty shit CG uh, as the sunlight works its magic on the vampire boss before he eventually busts into flames and explodes
1: goodbye Udo Kier
0: Deacon then brings the extracted teeth to the vampire council and takes his seat at the head of the table
1: I like their chairs they're nice chairs they're very leathery whenever they move all you hear is <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah Every now and then, one of them farts and blames it on the chair. Mm. Uh, back at the ba- oh, you know what that? Come and imagine that vampire fart must be fucking howling.
1: man yeah, fucking pearl stinks because they they're deed. They mentioned that when.
0: Aye, but like they're actually they're deed though. Also, so was... it's not just the smell of the fart; it's the rotten flesh as well.
1: Also, did Pearl gain the weight after becoming a vampire, or was oh,
0: show or what? Was was he always big?
1: Or was Pearl turned by somebody that just wanted like desire?
0: I, don't know. <laughs> I I feel like it's like kind of like like a sloth thing mm. where they're like just fucking like they realized they were immortal and so they used that to be like not sloth gluttony, so <laughs> That's they used that to I was
1: be. I like, was like sloth as in hey you guys or fucking
0: as in the seven deadly sins. <laughs> right. I think it's like a kind of gluttonous <laughs> thing where they're like hey I'm literally immortal, so I can just. ...gorge myself on all of the food and sweets and stuff that I want.
1: Mm. Then I got all the time to lose it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, you know, they just never got around to that part before being burned to death.
1: Or obviously or, turned into a vampire or somebody that just really wanted to eat pork grains.
0: Or maybe, maybe, <laughs> it's Mr. Creosote from the Monty Python sketch. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Uh, Back at the base, Whistler and Blade discuss what they found in the archives. Meanwhile, Karen works on what Blade assumes is a cure for vampirism.
1: (laughs) Whereas it It smells like a vampire wiped his ass with it. Yeah. I suppose it is old blood. That's going to smell a bit.
0: That's going to, yeah. Karen shows him what what happens when you introduce an anticoagulant to vampire blood. In short, the ship blows up.
1: And you (laughs) get glass in your eye.
0: She tells him to step back as well and he's he, just like ah, he fuck just... that shit and just looks through the microscope and he
1: puts his fucking nose right up to him. Yeah. <laughs> his face ah! is fucked after that. Ah, my eyes! <laughs> I got blood in my eyes. Blood and glass.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Whistler then walks in on Karen checking on her vampire bites in the mirror. Uh, he then assesses them and says I guess we didn't catch it in town. We got the another gar- day. Two at the most.
1: The garlic didn't do anything but flavour you. Yeah, <laughs>
0: seasoned you for the next one to take every a
1: time you now when you sweat you kind of smell.
0: I mean, doesn't everyone? Garlic? And that, no, not of garlic, but like when you sweat, you kind of smell. No, like, that's it's, just a, no it's, a know, it's
1: a known thing that if you eat like a lot of garlic, um, when you sweat, you smell of garlic. So, like, you know. so she has now has garlic in her.
0: <laughs> so you know. Uh, so we then see. So during this conversation, Blade has left to, do, to go and get more serum, right? Blade is then confronted by Deacon who is holding a kid hostage. Do
1: you know who this kid is, by the way? Who? Uh, fucking, oh shit. Fucking... Uh... <laughs> Do you know who this kid yes. is? Yeah, I just I just <laughs> couldn't remember her name. They London Tipton. Fuck off! Yeah.
0: It's Brenda Song! Yeah. She's married to Macaulay Culkin. They have a kid together.
1: He has a few kids, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck, I forgot. They have a few yeah. kids, but yeah. Yeah, it's Brenda Song, like her first time. That's, like
0: that's like a really wholesome kind of family thing. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, I just
0: like that Macaulay Culkin's doing all right these days. Mm-hmm. Shows up in red letter media a bunch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh anyway, uh, we get a truly phenomenal performance from Stephen Dorf here, uh, in this scene as he offers us Blade a truce and asks him to join his gang. We get essentially the classic kind of like James Bond villain confrontation kind of thing that uh, would later be was aped all over the place. The best version of it is. Uh, i think it's actually it's a deleted scene from die hard three no yeah, in fact it might be die hard two what was the one with fucking uh the guy that voiced scar in it no yeah,
1: third one
0: the third one yeah it's a deleted scene from die hard three where he like jeremy irons acts it where he confronts jeremy irons in like his office mm. it was like an alternate ending and it's such a good ending but it's not it doesn't really fit the movie but it's just a great scene but it's kind of similar to that that kind of it's not really a back and forth cuz blade says fuck all for most of it which is why i credit steven dorphy as like the real driving force of this being a great scene but it's just fucking good shit man mm. good shit uh,
1: look at the blade the just cat
0: yeah yeah it's just it's a great monologue uh of course blade refuses to join the gang outright telling him you're nothing to me but another dead vampire
2: mm. So that just, line
0: goes fucking hard man I so like that he, shit so he just yeets Brenda <laughs> Oh someone. yeah So uh, Blade opens fire on Frost uh, But Frost straight up Just fucking yeets the child Into a bus stop
1: No 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 It's not even a bus stop No through a, the bus stop It's not a bus stop Is it not? I thought no. it
0: was like A glass shelter for the bus stop <laughs> It's
1: a fucking like Is it a hot, phone
0: booth? It's like a hot dog van
1: <laughs> Oh fuck <laughs> hot me Hot dog cart or something Yeah
0: Yeah, but like Throws a through it Into the road Yeah <laughs>
2: Uh, Blade I'm and then runs I'm away while Blade's distracted. I'm gonna be
1: completely honest. I fucking laughed when she was like, "Oh, me at too." At the impact of her hitting the fucking hot dog because <laughs> she does too. go like, <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs>
0: She does make a funny noise. But uh, Blade manages to get to the tail just in time to save her from getting hit by a truck. It might have been a bus. I'm not sure. I'll be honest. I was fully expecting this kid to turn out to be a vampire. Because I mean, she survived getting fucking thrown all that distance, going through a hot dog yeah, cart, and then smacking on asphalt. Yeah, it's
1: a nineties action movie about vampires. At least one of them is going to be Asian, <laughs> you
0: know. So, pretty sure quite a few of them are. Yeah, but uh <laughs> but My no, point. I was like, I was like waiting on a turn around and just be like, you know, like trying to bite them or something. But I was just like, but Whoa. no, it's just like go home, and the kids like fine. But then back at the base, Karen and Whistler discuss the possibility of a also cure. I was just
1: like how nonchalant everybody in this movie is. Like, all oh yeah, the not a
0: single person gives a fuck about anything. Like as far as the extras are concerned, <laughs> like there's scenes like we talked about it earlier. There's like that scene where Blade's like kicking the shit out of this cop in the middle of the street, and everyone's just going about their business. <laughs> LA, One man.
1: walked past and goes, "A hey, cab." <laughs> yeah.
0: And then when this little Asian one dude, walks past, goes no justice, no peace, and gets a dig in himself and fucks off.
1: <laughs> and this little child's just being like fucking thrown across, like it's just been like fucking ECW, you know? Yeah. So it's like ah, this child abuse. It's fine. All I was my missing business. was fucking
0: Paul Heyman screaming his mind off.
1: <laughs> I enjoy Styles. Oh sorry, yeah. yeah. It's just him going.
2: Oh my god. If oh my was,
1: god. If it was a little Mexican child, he would have gone. Oh Dios mio. Uh, <laughs> That's what you used to do whenever the Luchadors were. in a Yeah, of, yeah. So you would... <laughs> it
0: was a time.
2: <laughs> oh Dios mio!
1: And whenever they would do the like the the ten punch in the corner, you would do it in Spanish.
0: Yeah. So would the crowd. So, <laughs> aye. So back at the base, Karen and Whistler discuss the possibility of a cure, but the conversation is interrupted as the vampires launch a full-scale assault on the base. Uh, Whistler and Karen both put up a pretty good fight taking out quite a few of the vampires with the uh, uh, Karen with a pistol and Whistler with the fucking big like pump action vamp- shotgun I don't think these are vampires I, I think, think these they're are... familiars maybe yeah because yeah. they don't like because uh, they don't bust into ash so yeah it's familiars uh, before eventually Whistler is shot in the leg by I think Frost I think it's Deacon that gets it's one him. of them no. but uh, yeah Deacon proceeds to kick the shit <laughs> out of Whistler
1: bite me and get it over with it's I'm not gonna I'm not
0: gonna bite you and then he just fucking lays into him uh, before walking away and telling Quinn do your thing He just
2: stomps in the although he
0: doesn't say cuz do I, I was waiting on it I was waiting on it yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it to happen i like do your thing brother nice
1: <laughs> place took us a long fucking time to find it <laughs>
0: again like fucking Stephen Dorff in this movie man He's a, having a fucking grand old time, man. It's so yeah. good to watch. Yeah. Like anytime he's on, anytime he's on screen, you can tell that he's just he's loving this shit. You know, having mean? a good time.
1: It's fucking brilliant. Which I love his, watching uh, actors enjoying themselves. Which makes his statement about MCU movies a bit weird. He's like, I don't want to be in these fucking superhero movies. It's
0: like my brother in Christ, you started this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were in one. <laughs> Although he probably but, uh, doesn't see it as a superhero movie. He probably just sees tr- it as like a.
0: It's like a horror kind of action, yeah. yeah.
2: Which but, is fair, yeah. It's just fair, but it does share <laughs> a lot
0: of that DNA of like the superhero movie at being like kind of a part way origin story for Blade, and then having like the whole fucking you know save the world, tactic. and as... then also it's quite it is it's not as quippy, but it does have those moments yeah, throughout it. I also think
1: it's it because it's not as sanitized as the MCU movies. Oh yeah, people say there's fuck a, all the time. Yeah, it's there's great. A lot of blood in this movie,
0: <laughs> and people say fuck.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, but uh, Blade returns the, to the base to find Whistler sat in a surgical chair, covered in blood and motionless, having been very clearly bitten by a vampire. We can assume that it was Quinn. Blade's reaction is
1: do you think fucking you, hilarious? Do you think, you so, bite, do you think if a vampire bites somebody with like you know lung cancer or whatever, or just uh, somebody that smokes a lot, right? Yeah. Do you think that adds like a bit to the flavor? Do you think it adds like a bit of peatiness? like seasoning? Yeah, do you think it's like when you have like a like a PT smoked, whiskey? Yeah, we like, yeah, have a smoked whiskey. Like,
0: ooh. I mean, I'd have to assume so.
1: Ooh, what yeah. a spice there! Ooh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, like Blade's reaction to because as far bear in mind, as far as he's concerned at this point, when he sees him, Whistler's dead, right? <laughs> and he sees him, and his reaction is literally just to like like this just sigh of just reserved disappointment.
2: Mm. And Aye, it's it's, it's, it's okay. so
0: underwhelming and shit. And then Whistler is like, eh, Blade. blade.
1: <laughs> Walk away, you bastard. Walk away.
0: You've made, him new, you've made him New York all of a sudden.
1: Walk away. He gives him a but, uh,
0: Whistler tells Blade that Frost took Karen uh, before laying out what he learned about Frost's plans from the disc, saying that if Frost gets his hands on you, it's all over. We learn that Blade is the key to resurrecting the Blood God. The scene ends with Whistler telling Blade to finish him off. Blade refuses, but eventually leaves his gun there. As Blade walks away, we hear the gunshot in the background, followed by a slow-motion shot of Whistler's hand going limp and the gun dropping to the floor.
1: Now, <laughs> I haven't seen Blade 2 or 3, but I know he that Chris th- Christoph... He is credited as
0: being in the movie, so is this in, so are those in flashbacks, or did this motherfucker just shoot himself in the shoulder?
1: Like, this <laughs> like... Did he miss? <laughs> Did he miss and the gun dropping was just him being really sad that I he just being like, fucking ate? It's just
0: frustrating, it's just oh for fuck's sake. It just throws it <laughs> to the ground. It's
1: like when you throw your controller down and you can't fucking You know, I've never done that. You can't win at FIFA.
0: I've I've never thrown a controller. I squeezed the shit out of one and nearly broke it, but like mm. I've never like actually thrown a controller in my life. You
1: can't say I have A um, friend of the show has.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> at my TV once and I was like, whoa, 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 yeah threw a beer bottle on my TV screen as well what the fuck Nino you know, Cooney oh yeah
2: fair <laughs> totally understandable yeah the
1: cutesy uh, JRPG so makes you so fucking mad <laughs>
0: yeah. it's so big
1: it's
0: inspired by and I think even like they even worked with them for a bit with Studio Ghibli or Ghibli or however you prefer to pronounce it like worked very closely with the developers that, to make it like all cute and like Howl's Moving Castle and shit and like it's the most infuriating fucking game I've ever played yeah, in my they, life yeah they
1: helped with the first one and you can tell they didn't do that with the second one because the game fucking opens with an atomic bomb blast and and to car- be
0: fair have you seen a lot of Studio Ghibli movies was I that, could see an Grave atomic that, was, bomb blast was, happening was in of one Firefl- of those movies was
1: Grave of the Fireflies a Studio Ghibli movie yes <laughs> alright well then there's a guy in it there's a guy in it that, I mean there's a guy in it with a fucking Glock like 19 in that fucking yeah in that fucking game so you know <laughs> yeah
0: uh, and so begins the final act of this movie Blade prepares for a fight forging silver bullets and loading up several syringes with the anticoagulant that we mentioned previously
1: he also cuts up some flowers I don't really know what that was about
0: I think that's him like severing his ties to this uh, this base like every base he goes to he plants like a flower and keeps Mm. it good and then he severs his ties to it as he goes it's like him basically saying to myself this is my last action in this town it ends tonight kind of thing
1: Mm, fair
0: although at first I thought it was like oh he's going to use like the root to make something cool like that was actually like a a a herb or something but like nah it's just fucking just I don't want to
1: water this anymore
0: (laughs) so we cut to Deacon's apartment where he waits with Karen and one of his vampire generals Mercury I believe at this point Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, Karen notices a scar on Deacon's neck is it still a general
1: if you're fucking them? are they? I assume so I mean
0: vampires just be fucking everyone so like I think it's. I don't know I
1: don't think he's fucking Quinn
0: <laughs> I think he might be. <sighs> I, I think he might be. Mm. There's a couple of moments between the two of them that I'm like, okay. There was a,
1: there was a moment between uh, Frost and fucking Udo Kier where I was like, maybe in fucking. Yeah, a little bit. Where he's like, you bore me. You know, maybe Udo Kier turned Deacon Frost into a vampire. Who knows?
0: Maybe. Anyway, so Karen notices a scar on Deacon's neck and surmises that he must have been turned. Because if reasoning that if he had been a vampire at birth, he would have always had the healing factor, so he shouldn't have any scars. It's quite fucking clever. I like that. She then uses that information to roast him within an inch of his fucking life.
1: <laughs> you're, an <laughs> S- you're an STD. <laughs> ah, She just
0: like like all the other vampires. Yeah, sure. They're like a, a, a species. They're a hey, you. You're infected. You're a dis- you're a sexually transmitted disease. And he rightfully loses his shit and there's a great exchange between the two of them and during the belt. there's then this exchange of like going back and forth or and like fucking he just loses his shit at the end mm. and just starts telling us like I'm the top of the fucking food chain like he's I thought he was gonna just kill her there and then genuinely it's a great scene
1: I'm uber jock
2: vampire fuck you yeah uh,
0: we then and he goes sort of down to the ground floor of this apartment complex, and we can hear a motorcycle going around. We know that it's, we the audience know that it's Blade. And we see like the guards being like, "What the fuck is it? Where is it? Where the fuck is it? Where is it? Fucking panicking. We then get a phenomenal exchange between Deacon and Quinn <laughs> during the build up of this, where Quinn's like desperately trying to warn. Deacon about Blade and Blade's abilities. He's like, No man, he took some like take out like fucking twenty guys. So it's, deacon, it's like, Oh yeah, and he swings his sword and then he steps it off and then he does this thing and he takes it oh shut the fuck up like, just- mm. <laughs> It caught me off guard so bad. I had to pause the movie. I was laughing so hard.
1: It's just he does the, the thing. He swings the thing. He swings the sword. He does the fucking throws the thing. And goes, ah, shut the fuck
0: up! No, it's the fact that he goes from he goes from zero to a hundred so fucking quickly. Oh yeah, he takes a way. Shut the fuck mm. up! <laughs>
1: so good. Steven Dorff. He's a he's great. Mm. He's fucking. Great. I hope he's not an asshole. <laughs> I don't think he is. Yes. Uh, so he's in one of those Texas Chainsaw movies.
0: Oh, yeah he's in Leatherface
1: yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, so oh Blade then smashes through a window on his motorbike and begins his assault on Deacon's forces this whole section is badass we get some great gunplay throughout out it uh, we get a fantastic hand-to-hand combat section with Blade and two vam- and two uh, vampires wielding like stun battens uh, where we get to see the effects of the anticoagulant on an actual vampire Personally, I think it's fucking sick. Uh, think Big Trouble and Little China, but with more blood.
1: Yeah, he uses it in two of them.
0: Yeah, uh, it's like it's, it's kind of what I thought of. Like, remember the ending of Big Trouble in Little China
1: mm-hmm.
0: when Thunder like blows yeah, himself up. More blood. It, it's that, but with blood, and it's so good. Yeah. I really like it. Don't be wrong. The CG shite, even by the standards of the time, but it's still good. <laughs> mm. Uh, Blade then finds himself in the back room with Deacon's laptop, which lays out his plans and handy-dandy CGI animation, some more like mist-looking cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coffin behind him unlocks to reveal none other than Blade's mother.
1: <laughs> How do you remember what your mama looks like, Blade? She calls him Eric. Eric.
0: Which is a weirdly anticlimactic name for Blade to have.
1: What do you think his name was going to be?
0: I don't know something similar to like Deacon Frost or like a cool like fucking you know like thing but no just fucking Eric
1: like all the fucking Marvel superheroes all have pussy names like fucking uh what's his name Tony Bru- Stark Bruce yeah but if you meet a guy just called Tony it was like alright uh, I uh,
0: true I mean, feel hey
1: Peter enough. fucking no, no. nerd uh? <laughs> uh, fucking who else is there Johnny
0: yeah Johnny Storm. Fuck no. uh, okay. it! I, I don't, I don't want to go down the Fantastic Four route because then my name's in there. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> although not Ben Grimm is a great name though. Uh, Come on!
1: They all suck.
0: Fuck you, <laughs> Ben is a noble name.
1: They all suck.
0: Fuck you, fucking Jacob.
1: <laughs> my name's fucking ancient, mate. It means the. Ah, uh, you look at Paul. It means but, the uh, <laughs> It means I will take over.
0: You know what, my
1: (laughs) name (laughs) is... Your name means he... he, 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 he. Your name means he who cannot speak.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck, no.
0: Oh, for fuck's sake, sorry, that got me fucking... You're a cunt, by the way. It's fucking impossible to get any a rose battle with you, man, because you're instantly just fucking jugular. <laughs> There's no build up with you. You're just like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck your mother. Fuck you. <laughs> so I uh, so she calls him Eric and tells him that Deacon welcomed her with open arms. It could
1: be worse. It, his name could be Keith. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> Keith the
0: vampire imagine he's got a lisp as well, because of the fucking teeth, like he can't quite talk right. <laughs> so he's, he's Chief got Keef. Fucking Keef. Chief Keef!
2: <laughs>
0: mm. Oh my god, imagine Chief Keef's a vampire. <laughs> fucking... So she calls him Eric, and tells him that Deacon welcomed her with open arms. Uh, Deacon and his goons proceed to jump Blade, uh, taking him out with stun guns. It's at this point that Deacon reveals that it was he who bit Blade's mother all those years ago
1: I'm your daddy Blade I'm your kind of your I'm daddy technically kind of kind of your pop pop
0: he's well he's not his pop pop he's basically the one that gave him fantasy aids uh, so <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> so Blade walks up so wakes up in the back of a truck next to Karen uh, Blade tells Karen he needs a serum and then says he might even take that cure if they get out of this Karen then decides you know what you don't. You look like you need a little bit more depression in your life. Uh, see that cure. See if you take it, you're just going to be human again. So you can sack all this hunting, piss. Uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's like. Am I going to have to get an office job? Like, what the fuck? What? A, what a dick move. Like in in that moment to tell him. Like I understand, like as like in terms of like the structure of the film, this is the moment to like breach that information. There's like not really any other moments throughout it that where it would really fit when they've got so much shit going on uh, throughout this plot-wise. But like just in the context of this scene, right? Mm. He's woke up. He's like, the thirst is kicking in. They're going to be taken. Like the world is potentially going to end unless they can stop it. And she's out with a. Like, By the way, see your only hope for being normal. Ha
1: <laughs> ha! Fuck that. I'm just, like I'm just picturing Blade <laughs> doing an office job, where it's like, you know, all right, Blade, we need you to print out all these documents and get them mailed off to certain people. In the team.
0: Blame. Wesley Snipes in Office Space.
1: Well, he, fucking, he, fucking does, he fucking does his job, and he still does the sort of yeah. I
0: still does the fist pump. I did
1: it before I did it before I had to go home
0: does the smile does the smile to camera but this time he does it before he unjams the printer
1: like, <laughs> he uses that fucking paper cutter thing yeah yeah oh my god so the truck arrives at its destination he goes to IT calls in peril just by habit yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. You're you're fat. You look like some. You look like someone I used to know. Uh, you have the same hair, and you're vaguely Asian.
0: <laughs> so the truck arrives at its destination. The two are marched out to the ritual chamber. Uh, we then see Quinn, who has nicked Blade's shades. The so, Temple of Eternal Night. Yeah. So Quinn stolen Blade's his sunglasses. Hey. So the cunt needs to die. Hey,
1: <laughs> nice shades, bro. Quinn is just. He's mm-hmm. just a bro. He's just me. <laughs> He's just a bro. <laughs> Wait, Quinn is you? Quinn is just me. He doesn't Quinn's know.
0: a fucking sexual predator in this movie.
1: <laughs> we, don't, we don't know that.
0: Wait, come on the fuck. The way he acts to fucking Blade Man, the fucking thing in the cheek and that. Come on. There's, there's a bit dodgy there. Uh, Deacon then gives us the deets on the ritual chamber and what it's for. Right, basically giving us a big old exposition dump at this point telling us exactly what his plans are and how it's all going to work and so on and so forth blood goes Frost there then, blood
1: comes down here big big old magic thing then I become blood god
0: yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah uh, Frost then takes Blade's sword and just as it's about to pop deactivates the trap mechanism right in front of Blade's oh, eyes I know all
1: about your blade
0: saying exactly he knows everything about him he then tells Quinn I even know if you're cut <laughs> Motherfucker. He then tells Quinn to hold out his arms.
1: Why, man? Quinn.
0: <laughs> Quinn protests, saying, why, man? They just got better. But eventually, is persuaded. Frost gets ready to make the cut. He locks eyes with Quinn. Ah, uh, just kidding. And then throws oh, a sword to the ground. Oh, he was fucking with me! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, right? It's it's no often that like a like a film will get me with a joke like that, with like just people just fucking with each other. But my god, that got me! Like that was great. It's made me
1: of that old uh, what was it, Dragon's Ball PP or whatever the fuck that ONG cartoon? Why, well, you're just fucking with me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think he actually says that exact line as well. It's just like, oh, you're just fucking with me. It's just a good moment that really sells the kind of friendship between Quinn and Deacon. In a yeah, really cool way.
1: If it was going to be Dragon's Ball PP, you know, uh, Deacon would look and be like, what are you, gay? And he'd he be like,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so Karen tries to get Blade's attention, but Deacon tells her he can't hear her. The thirst has got him now. Mm. Uh, he subscribed to his OnlyFans. Uh, Deacon mistakes... And <laughs> The anticoagulant
1: said... You've heard witches. of the blood god. Now get ready for the thirst god. <laughs> I thought you were
0: going to go another direction. I thought you were going to go for another fluid.
1: you've heard no, of the blood god. Now here not. for the cum god. I'm not that vulgar.
0: Are <laughs> you fucking are. Don't even try and deny it.
1: I'm not that vulgar.
0: No, I are.
1: He's the thirst god.
0: He just goes around with a big fuck-off two-liter Mountain Dew. There you are, pal. That'll do you.
2: Jesus.
0: (laughs) But uh, Deacon mistakes the anticoagulant syringes for Blade's uh, blood serum and taunts Blade with them, asking him, what's it feel like? Blade says, try it, you might like it. Mm. He says, nah, I prefer the real thing, and tosses the syringes down into the chamber. Wesley Snipes then delivers I think his best threat in the movie here say what you want but I promise you you'll be dead by dawn
1: oh right yeah. that's a fucking <laughs> great threatening line I, was I like, like that Blade a has Blade been in dead by dawn yet I don't know <laughs>
0: dead uh, by no dead by daylight mate I don't
1: give a shit <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, play these games
0: <laughs> good because they're shite uh, anyway <laughs> Uh, Deacon and Quinn then take Karen to like a dungeon kind of room and like shove her down a trapdoor. Oh yeah, because they explain uh, a... and explained that there's another form of vampire. Yeah. But sometimes the change doesn't work all the way, and instead of getting coming out the other side as a fully fledged vampire, you're a zombie. They essentially yeah they essentially turn into zombies where they'll just eat anything, eat including anything, other man. vampires,
1: rats, corpses, rats, other vampires, corpses, other vampires.
0: They eat ass. Uh, <laughs> Filthy Frank's
1: just there. Ah, like, oh, me too.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, they push her down a hole in the floor into a pit where these creatures reside—the
1: Sarlacc pit.
0: Nah, because it doesn't look like an arsehole with a beak.
1: No way. I'm thinking of the rank- the Rancor pit.
0: <laughs> That's the one.
1: <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah.
0: But uh, I didn't know Cohen was a Jedi floor. name.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Karen then sees none other than Curtis, who has become one of these kind of feral vampire he zombies. Has no balls. Yeah did you catch he that literally ball? says that he's just like i've got no balls
1: i got no balls there's a question <laughs> about the lividity mm. eh. you speaking of a weird accent as well yeah apparently when you turn to a zombie you speak with like a really strange English uh, accent.
0: yeah i don't know but karen manages to knock curtis to the ground grabs a piece of bone and uses it to climb out of the pit
1: i wanted to see more of these zombie vampires so did
0: i because it's an interesting thing like if you like he's fairly fresh so he just looks like a zombie right see if you leave them long enough is that how you get like Nosferatu looking motherfuckers is that like where no, that comes from I
1: thought Nosferatu looking well this is going by Daybreakers lore <laughs> but I thought Nosferatu vampires were just like they, they just drink isn't it like they just they have some sort of disease and then they turn to that and then they've got Wait, the, Daybreakers
0: like sorry the Willem Dafoe one yeah those are the ones that like they refuse to drink blood so they feed are, in their yeah. own Right. Yeah. So it's like if a vampire feeds in vampire blood, then it's like fucked up. Yeah. And then what we in what the those shadows? Do. Those. It's like just, just a really old vampire.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm actually not sure why the Salem's... and in
0: uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines as well. It's just another species of vampire. Yeah. And I'm not it's like entirely... another family.
1: And I'm not entirely sure why in the Salem's Lot movie uh, he looks like an Osperato vampire because in the book he's just a guy. <laughs> so I, I don't eh. know. <laughs>
0: I think it just looked better. By the way, like, that's
1: something we need to cover at some point. See when we do Toby Hooper, fucking. Salem's Salem's lot. Lot, yeah. I know it was a TV miniseries, but holy it's shit, it's good.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so, Oh, Karen has escaped. We then cut to the main chamber. To so this is places like just above the main chamber. Uh, the way this is shot, the, like the geography of this scene and the way that it's shot, doesn't really become apparent until they actually start the ritual and you see the blood dripping down. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, so a Blade is placed inside an upright stone sarcophagus Kind
1: of uh, reminds me of an Iron Maiden a wee bit
0: Kind of a little bit, yeah That that comparison will become blatantly Why apparent later on Why is his mum on.
1: being sexy with him?
0: This is the bit that uh, really annoyed me His mother talks to him getting really uncomfortably close While telling him that his mother died long ago And that sooner or later the thirst always wins
1: uh, <laughs> thirst all winds, wins baby you so gotta fuck me but a
0: uh, blade is sealed in the sarcophagus and blood is drawn from him by blades hidden in the binds yeah. uh, basically opening his wrists uh, Deacon's goons then put the 12 vampire lords in place for the ritual and Deacon himself goes to get ready for his part the
1: vampire lords sounds like a really shit name that like a group of goths would have given themselves in high school
0: I mean the yeah. vampire lords yeah <laughs> I so Karen, having escaped from the pit, walks up to the sarcophagus and attempts to free Blade. She's successful in getting him out, so, but Blade has lost a lot of blood.
1: All this CGI blood that's dripping down as well, right? It's pretty bad looking. It's, it's fucking the, terrible. It's not, it's not the, not the worst, worst I've seen. It, the worst I've seen, Star Trek 6, because it's Klingon blood, so they're like, why can't we just... And and it's... Right, set a bit of context. Zero G... Yeah, zero g klingon blood is purple and they but for some godforsaken reason they decided they wanted a really big close-up of this dollop of purple blood floating oh, in the air and this movie came sake. out in this movie star trek 6 came out seven years before blade <laughs> 1991 oh, so it shite. looks like shit <laughs> and star trek 6 is probably one of the better star trek probably movies. Put,
0: it was like put together on an apple II or something
1: Pixar, one of their first jobs before they were called Pixar, was actually doing a bit of CG for uh, Star Trek (laughs) Two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, There you go.
0: So uh, she's successful in freeing Blade, but Blade has lost a lot of blood, and that, combined with the thirst, has rendered him completely immobile. He He says to Karen he needs some serum, She instead pulls her hair back, exposing her neck to Blade. I'm full of serum. (laughs) Telling him to feed on her. Blade at first refuses. Meanwhile, downstairs in the ritual chamber, the 12 vampire lords, minus one that get fucking murked by Mercury, (laughs) Mm. like stabbed with Blade's sword and then kicked into a wall, are held in place as the ritual begins. Back upstairs... Blade begins to feed on Karen
1: and that turns into like a weird it's almost like a weird violent fuck sesh yeah Uh,
0: downstairs (laughs) the blood collected from Blade drips down on top of the vampire lords back up Blade continues to feed as Karen's breathing becomes quick and ragged back down Deacon stands in the centre of the ritual as blood begins to run through the cracks in the ceiling we then cut back upstairs Karen tells Blade to stop but he has lost control and, and continues to feed
1: is this where Quinn does the whole sort of like we're we gonna be? Uh, what was it Deacon says like we're beforehand? Gonna be, we're, gonna we're gonna be, gonna be, gods. be gods, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're gonna I'm gonna be a fucking naughty vampire god.
0: Yeah, that's that's before this scene. A fucking but yeah, naughty vampire. I'm gonna gods. be naughty. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, upstairs, I said, Karen tells Blade to stop, but he has completely lost control at this point and continues to drain her. Downstairs, the blood that's collected on the ceiling falls upon Deacon Frost just as Blade finally regains his senses and stops feeding on Karen. Lightning then strikes down into the chambers. all the vampire lords have their souls rendered from their bodies. Meanwhile, Blade fights his mother. You
1: you kind of underplayed
2: that. Wait, no, no,
0: I'll get into that a little bit, right? Begins a fight with his mother which ends with him saying, I must release you and staking her with the bone. She
1: also says, like, I'm your mother. Yeah, yeah I'm like, your
0: mother. How can you? It's like earlier You just said the mum's deed. But fucking make up your mind, Pen. Like,
1: she also put on an English accent, which I was she very did, confused yeah. about.
0: We then go back to the ritual chamber, and it would appear that vampire souls are CGI skeletons with big fuck off bat wings.
1: No, no, but did you see how they come out though? Yeah, they out of in, their
0: fucking mouth and like rip them open.
1: Yeah, they come out of their skull. Yeah, so I'm sitting there. I'm, like, I'm sitting there. Like, are these just in vampires? What
0: I think this? so. It's weird uh so the just souls a all
1: skeletal being just
0: living in them yeah the souls all descend on frost as his eye as he's he's like they start like flying like through him and around him and he's like being knocked from side to side eventually we get right close up in his face as his eyes completely turn red and he is launched from the chamber blade there's done then does a sick front flip into the center of the room quinn charges a jacket him. In the way down yeah Quinn charges at Blade.
2: No, 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 Frost!
1: No. <laughs> yeah. Frost! just sounds like Stallone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Quinn charges at Blade and is unceremoniously dispatched with a silver garrote wire.
1: Yeah, you missed his line as well. He was like... <laughs> I'm, I got both my hands now. And which one am I going to use to kill you, Blade? Can't yeah. decide. <laughs> so he then takes his head off with the garrote wire
0: causing his shades to fly up in the sky. Blade catches the shades, puts them on The soundtrack kicks
1: in (laughs) and
0: here we fucking go this whole scene is so fucking good as we get to see a fully powered up blade as it would appear feeding on blood has essentially like kind of doubled his power and he is stronger than he has ever been before
2: hell yeah
1: although there is one point in this fight scene i want to point out right the the fucking the kicks the missing kicks yeah it's like the revenge of the sith <laughs> the fucking... The,
0: the Obi-Ani spin. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's just
1: that, but with fucking... But it's even longer than that. It's like that with muscles, yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's, it goes on for and a little bit. there's another guy who's on the ground and Blade's kicking him, but he kicks him and with such force that he lifts up very slightly yeah. and lands on oh, no. the... <laughs> but
0: wait for it, though. He... There is... This scene contains testicular slaughter. Oh, that's great. And it is... As brutal as that sounds, it's fucking. He just he annihilates this poor bastard's bossack, mm-hmm. like and kicks him so hard that he launches them into the next
1: room. You ever heard of a band from Germany? that play grindcore called Cock and Ball Torture. Never. <laughs> now you know they exist.
0: Okay. Uh, while this is all happening, Karen fights Mercury and even manages to kill her by spraying her vampire mace directly into Mercury's open mouth right as she goes in to bite her.
1: Yeah, she, she's trying to shoot over a shotgun first, but I, I like to assume that she's only missing just because she's lost a lot of blood, so she's kind of woozy. Yeah, a little bit, so, yeah. you know, but I'm feeling she... a little woozy, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my mom's going to kill me. But no, uh, when, when she sprays that fucking... Scream, coming soon. Eventually, yeah.
0: Actually coming soon, though, yeah. because we're doing West Graven. See, that's how you do that shit. Oh, Not yeah. saying shit that's coming like 10 years down the fucking line.
1: <laughs> but uh, when, uh, yeah, when she does the fucking garlic butter, <laughs> I'm just sitting there yeah. thinking, do you think it would work? Is, do you think it would still work if she just fucking shoved a chicken Kiev down her throat? Probably. <laughs> munching that tasty Ukrainian. So we then,
0: so we then get another great uh, segment of, of sort of hand to hand combat with Blade as he's fighting his way towards his sword which was embedded into the wall after Mercury killed that one vampire lord from earlier. He eventually gets to his sword, does like a white twirl and manages to take out the two vampires at either side of him, and it's final boss fight time. Right, so Deacon with a katana that he got out of fucking nowhere and <laughs> and Blade.
1: Right, so the next Everything you see in this fight with him and Deacon
0: was a compromise.
1: Was a reshoot. <laughs> because <Yes. laughs> initially, you kind of see a little bit of it, but initially, what happened was he turns into a giant swirling vortex of blood. Yeah. And it just looked awful. And it does. Aye. It looks like shit. It looks terrible. You can find it on the uh, special features of the DVD. Uh, it looks awful and the blu-ray as well I'm assuming I, I imagine so I don't know but yeah. it looks terrible so they spent this movie got delayed by a year because they had to do a bunch of reshoots yeah there was, and there was initially, so many initially, so many yeah initially they were trying to just get the CGI to look somewhat passable but they couldn't do it because the scene is brightly lit in a brightly lit place
0: yeah it's not even like they can just like hide some uh-huh. of the imperfections. like everything is on show
1: uh, so eventually they were just kind of like fuck it We'll go back and yeah, do the fight scene. It. And it's not a bad fight scene.
0: It's not a bad fight scene. I mean, the effects are bad, but the actual oh, hey, fight scene like leading fucking... up to the main effect is great because we get a fantastic sword fight uh, culminating in Frost getting cut in half and immediately reforming so if you with the know, really dodgy CGI. Yeah,
1: so if you want to imagine that, but a much bigger scale, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was bad. It was I, I don't know how terrible. else to say it. It looked like shit. It looked Aye. awful.
0: So this thus begins the part of the fight where Blade starts getting his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, he eventually man he just notices the serum um lodged in like a crack in the wall.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So he throws his sword into the wall, gets the handle stuck in there. To which Deacon replies, "Nice shot." Well, at which nice point shot. the mechanism kicks in, the wall fucking blows up. Which, by the way, how fucking hot... How, like, fuck... Like, is that shit primed with gunpowder or something? Because, like... I mean, he does say How that fucking the, powerful does that shit explode?
1: Now, this isn't gunpowder, but he does say that the, the, the blade is acid-tipped. So, there's probably some weird shit in that sword. Yeah,
0: probably. Out. No, he says acid-etched. Which, all that really means is there's a design on the flat of the blade that
1: was... created using acid but I think that whoever was writing this David S. didn't realise that Uh, yeah uh, I think what he meant was like acid tip bro
0: yeah do you think this is uh, this just yeah fucking classic Goyer just being like that sounds cool I'm gonna put it in I don't care what it actually fucking means
1: was it Goyer that did Suicide Squad or was it David Ayer Uh,
0: David Ayer directed it Mm. but Goyer wrote it
1: (laughs) the David Errs
0: the yeah the (laughs) David Ayer who he also done Fury right yes yeah, he was the director of and Suicide Trading Squad. Day, I think. Yeah. He was the director of Suicide Squad. But uh it was David S. Goyer was the, hmm. the screenwriter.
1: Fury's a good movie.
0: Fury's a great movie, yeah.
1: So it's training day. Yeah. What the fuck happened? <laughs> DC. Uh, 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 fair enough.
0: But eventually he manages to lock and knocks the syringes loose. We then get he then starts launching the syringes one after the other into frost, turning him into a fucking Pen cushion.
1: Oh, wait, I should mention that when he starts chucking them at Frost, Frost is doing what in wrestling terms is called a flying nothing. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just kind of jumping into the air and then
0: just to just to set up the move. Like nothing's actually going to come of what he's doing, but it's just to set up Blade's move.
1: Yeah, you see it all the time. Yeah, where, I like wrestling, so you see it all the time where somebody is usually on the ground on the mat you know in the middle of the ring a wrestler jumps yeah, off yeah. the second rope usually but it doesn't look like they're actually doing a move so like one so the guy on the ground will either move out of the way or if he'll put his leg up so he gets kicked so the other guy gets kicked in the face that sort of thing so yeah, that's essentially yeah. what fucking deacon frost is doing but yeah. instead of getting kicked or a blade move out of the way he's just fucking. he just
0: gets stabbed with multiple syringes
1: he's just lobbing that shit with really fast-paced editing you know yeah, like yeah. Sped up. Like,
0: <laughs> we then get uh a quite frankly fucking confusing line like I don't know if this was a saying at the time what was it? and it's just passed me by uh, some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill
1: he's losing an uphill battle yeah but like where he's I, like uh,
0: uh, uh, not Crosses. really though because like he's become a god he's not
1: losing an uphill yeah, battle but, that's but, a David and Goliath moment yeah can never beat Blade
0: <laughs> yeah I mean true but like <laughs> but like that's not Applicable in this situation, if that's what it means.
1: I don't know. It just sounded kind of cool at the time. I guess.
2: Yeah, I think
0: I don't know, man. Fucking Goyer, this man, he another, writes some weird shit.
1: This is another example of the C- of uh, the practical effects being good but being ruined. Ruined by, by the, the CG, CG overpainting. Because if yeah. you, you've actually, have he you then actually
0: manages to like lodge one of the syringes in his fucking head, and Frost like blows up. And, like, the behind-the-scenes yeah, for this... like, if you see the uh, actual for this shot, of this, it's pretty cool. It looks it? great, yeah. yeah. But then they paint it over with the CG, again, similar to what happened with the, the Thing prequel. They had, like, a great effect on their hands... And then they went. You know what? Let's make it better. And no, they no, fucked it
1: again. This is still no. This is still like different from the thing because with the thing they took out all this practical effects. There's no practical effects in it, right? They just used the CG. With this movie, they kept the the practical effects. They just slapped some stupid filters on them. It's like when people take photos on Insta on Snapchat with. All oh, these yeah, okay, filters. yeah. I feel what you. I, I get you now. It's like that, and it's like why? Okay. Why are you doing
0: this? Uh, so frost blows up. Cannon mm-hmm. uh, and blade emerge into the city. Uh, Karen offers Blade the cure, but he refuses, saying... Do you want to help me? The, war, is, make me some the war isn't over, and I have a job to do. Mm. You want to help? Make me a better serum. We then cut to Snowy, Moscow. Uh, a very similar scene to the one at the start of the movie played out, this time gender-swapped.
1: Now, I don't speak Russian. So, me neither. But somehow, I, I don't think that the Russian for surprise is so please... <laughs> it might be it could be <laughs> it might be there's
0: a lot of uh, a lot of loan words exist between uh, but uh, anyway so Blade it appears and says catch you a bad time comrade uh, Blade in draws Russian. his sword in Russian yes <laughs> uh, Blade draws his sword and the credits roll
1: I did notice something that she said though that Go wasn't on. that didn't have a bit of subtitles when he's like when the vampire starts growling her and you can tell he's a vampire now she yeah. calls him a droger oh yeah yeah, yeah
2: so yeah, I was like yeah. ah, I
1: know what that is <laughs> yeah it's cool <laughs> ah!
0: <laughs> but
1: yeah Blade in Russia is a movie I would have liked to have seen
0: I would have liked to have seen that as well
1: mm, but no we're not going to get it they could I... have
0: called it Blood on the Snow
2: mm,
1: yeah and we could have had a weird hard, a techno remix that just goes hard of like the fucking Tetris theme
0: <laughs> or we could have just had like or Rammstein just could, or Moscow we, or we could have just had Slav Beats
1: Yeah, or, you know... That would have
0: been fucking great.
1: Or Moscow by Rammstein, you know. Moscow! Moscow!
0: Moving on. (laughs) So, that was 1998's Blade.
1: Fucking class movie,
0: mate. The superhero boom makes sense after watching shit like this. Like, by God, this is a fun fucking movie.
1: Apparently, this this whole movie itself was a compromise. Oh, yeah, big time. Wesley Snipes didn't originally want to do Blade. He He didn't even want to do Blade after this movie. (laughs) No, he didn't. He liked Blade. He just didn't like David S. Goyer after a while. Well, yeah, um, true. He originally wanted to do a Black Panther movie. And then that fell through. Oh, that would have been cool. That fell through, so he was like, eh, Blade.
0: (laughs) That would have been cool, but I don't know how well that would have done with the cultural sensitivities of the 1990s. (laughs) I don't know how well that would have went down.
1: just get Spike Lee to direct it it'll be fine <laughs> but, uh, I mean yeah maybe <laughs> but like there's still some dodgy shit it just turns into do the right thing yeah <laughs> why ain't there no black superheroes and it just turns into like mm. <laughs> but uh, I no mean, Black
0: Panther. Black Panthers he's trying to get the fucking like the the villain guy to come over at the light he starts hitting them. with the baby please baby please baby 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 please he just becomes a superhero
1: <laughs> so he can get Martin Luther King's picture put up on a pizza joint yeah <laughs> Oh, great, <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he tried to get a Black Panther movie made, then this happened because he couldn't. So, do you know who was originally in the running to play Blade? I mean, it was always going to be Wesley Snipes. David Esquire imagined Wesley Snipes as Blade. Cool. But he had a couple of, uh, but the studio was like a couple um, of like second choices basically. Yeah, the basically studio in case was like, you need need no. to have a couple, you know. So, right, so who were they? Richard Roundtree, Shaft.
0: Oh fuck
2: yeah!
1: He would have been a bit old though.
0: It would have been a bit old, but it could have been... They could have done, like, a cool, like, Elder Blade story. They
1: could have, you yeah. know. Uh, there's a
0: few of them cutting about. LL Cool J. Oh, no.
1: He's okay. I don't know. I don't know if he would have done well in this. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I don't know if he would have done well with this script, man. Like, that. But he
1: does okay. He was in Deep Blue Sea. As, uh, he's, yeah, he's alright he in that. He's yeah. in NCIS Los Angeles, and he's alright in that. Uh, he's
0: alright, but, like, cool. F- I don't know if don't this know. would have been a good fit for fucking LL Cool J. I don't
1: know. Imagine if Samuel Jackson was Blade, Like, an Elder Blade. That would've cool. That would've
0: been even in '98. I don't '98. I don't think he would've had to play like an older blade.
1: Samuel Jackson's a lot older than you think he is.
0: Oh no, I know he's a lot older than <laughs> he, than you think he is, but he didn't look it at this point. No. You know what I mean? So he could still get away with playing younger.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But no, I mean, but this is like one of these roles where you look at it and you're like, eh, "It's Wesley Snipes." I mean, it is fully I'm, Wesley I'm, Snipes. I'm sure yeah. like Marishala Ali will do a good job. Oh
0: no, I'm I'm like a hundred percent on board with it Like, have you seen Into the Spider Verse? No. He voices the Prowler in that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I have seen that. Right. Yeah. Holy but,
0: yeah. fuck, is he good in it?
1: No, he's in that end credit bit or the post credit bit in Eternals. So yeah, but, yeah. Um, he's
0: he's done like I've I've got faith that he's gonna be shit hot.
1: There was a TV show of Blade, a live action TV series. Wesley Snipes did not play. Excuse Blade. me. Yeah, it was on Bravo. It only lasted like two seasons. I didn't know about this. It only lasted like two seasons. Wesley Snipes did not play him. He was played by rapper Sticky Fingers from the from the group Onyx. <laughs> Never heard of them. Onyx are actually okay. They're pretty good.
0: Go. Cool, I'll, I'll look them up after this. I'm sure.
1: But uh, if you want some angry rap, there you go. But uh, okay. But uh, yeah, I like this movie. I like Wesley Snipes. It's, I don't. I can't really think of anything apart from Passenger Fifty Seven that I've seen Wesley Snipes in. So I can't really. He's say. in.
0: I can't remember which one, but he's in some of the. He's in one of the Expendables movies. Oh, I've only seen the first one. So. Uh, Demolition Man. I haven't seen it. Oh mate, it's fucking good.
1: I have a massive blind spot when it comes to like some weird action stuff, but
0: Demolition Man's great. Um. Yeah, and well, Wesley Snipes is good in it. Stephen. Dolph. He also he also makes an appearance in. Uh, the what we do in the Shadows TV show as himself, oh, right. but as a vampire, <laughs> it's like and he is the daywalker oh, as well. So he's I don't, but he's playing himself. Hmm. So Wesley Snipes is canonically a daywalker as well, in the fucking what we do in the Shadows universe. Fair
1: enough. Yeah. Actually, that's a lie. I've seen that he did this weird, pretty bad director DVD action vampire western movie called Gallo Walkers,
2: Never which heard of I it. did
1: watch, and it was pretty bad um yeah but i i i genuinely like this movie i don't know why it took me this long to watch this movie i don't know what my frame of mind was but yeah i like this i like this sort of phase of marvel movies going forward oh yeah
0: like this uh spider-man one and two x-men x-men one and two as much
1: as get shit on i kind of like daredevil (laughs) so i (laughs) like
0: the director's cut of daredevil Hmm. I'm not as big a fan of the theatrical version. I feel like they left a lot of the best parts of the movie on the cutting room floor with that one. Yeah. But, but yeah, I so mean, we'll, we'll talk about that more when we actually cover Daredevil, but well, yeah. I would,
1: I would recommend this movie to somebody who's never seen Blade before. Oh, so would I. I would,
0: I would recommend this, like if you're going to, like if anyone else wants to kind of do what we've been doing and like watching the Marvel movies, I would recommend this as the starting point. Just like watch pat, like just ig- just ignore like the other, just ignore the watch the Punisher if you want, but it doesn't really feel like a Marvel movie.
1: If you like action movies, just watch Punisher.
0: Yeah, but like other other than that, like I think feel like this is the first movie in this uh, this series that we're doing so far that, that feels <laughs> like a comic book movie nice. and like feels Marvel, but is also good. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a good movie. What
0: more more can we really say? I liked it. Yeah, like it stays true to the true to the source material to a point. There is certain things that do get changed, obviously, like the nature of some characters are changed to make them a bit more sort of film friendly. Mm. But uh, yeah, just it's a fucking fantastic action movie. Wesley Snipes is great throughout it. Uh, There's some phenomenal stunt work all through the film as well.
1: Donald Loga's unsung hero
0: yes uh chris christopherson holy fuck uh Mm. (laughs) love that man but yeah
1: Mm. But yeah uh played good movie watch it motherfuckers
0: so the next two episodes that we're going to be doing are actually going to be our christmas special and our new year special uh we'll leave the new year special as a wee surprise for you but for christmas look forward to it we will be covering violent night
1: fucking yeah violent night Uh,
0: starring david harbour yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Phenomenal actor, uh, and a rather underrated Tailboy. I thought, I thought he was quite good as Tailboy. The film, ov- the film overall, not that great, but I thought he was really good.
1: I never saw that Hellboy movie, and I haven't seen Violent Night. But yeah, so after Violent Night, we'll have our New Year special. I'm not going to say what it is, uh, but then we'll be getting back to Wes Craven with uh, Deadly Blessing, and then uh, you know, and then another Wes Craven movie. But after that, the next Marvel movie that we will be doing is uh, X Men. Fuck yeah! Directed by a creep. <laughs>
0: Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, yes, thank you very much to everyone listening. Please remember, if you enjoyed the show and you, th- and you think your friends or family might too, please be sure uh, to tell them about it. Podcasts live and die by word of mouth. Be sure- so be sure to recommend the show to anyone we really you might We really need th- to get good th- at doing that at the beginning
1: of the episodes.
0: So oh, remember, follow us on inst- Instagram. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch at Cyberman underscore 360. Uh, where I play a wide variety of games and every now and then myself and Jacob will do Archive Panic live mm-hmm. streams uh, where we'll take questions from the audience. We also take recommendations as well for potential future films to okay. cover. And you can find uh, we'll me, have a few uh, of those coming uh, in the near future as well.
1: Hell yeah. And you can find me wandering around Ayrshire. <laughs> usually much.
0: with usually with some blood on his forehead. I don't know where it comes from. It's just always there.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't even know where it comes from most of the time. But you can, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have any social.
0: I like how with each passing episode, you're becoming more and more of a cryptid.
1: <laughs>
2: but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't
1: have any socials, really. Um, but yes. Yeah, but yeah. You're a nomad. Yeah. You're a digital nomad. Yeah. Well, cheers for listening.
0: Yes, thanks very much for listening. And we'll see you all next week with Violent Night. I've been Ben Evan. I'm Jacob Brissom. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you also.
1: Actually, next week, uh, yeah, if I want to, eat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind, I was getting confused.
2: Fuck's sake. <laughs>